A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. How about that? Today starts a new air. I love it. <laughs> Good stuff. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Captain Kirk. Good morning. Chris spinning the hits. Good you morning, Chris. You bet I am spinning those hits. Spinning them. The same ones every week. Every <laughs> single week. What was it? Hee-haw had that old lady that was on the phone. Hee-haw. Mrs. Veedle. Good Lord. Come Ms. on now. Veedle. Don't, don't give me hee-haw. Yeah, he Sweet. totally just dropped hee-haw on you. He did. Hee-haw. I love it. And she's Gloom, all cranky all the time. Despair and agony on me. Oh, my God. You guys remember <laughs> that? Oh, you the did. Absolutely. And I thought I found true love. You found another and you were gone. Man, there's spit all over the studio right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, man. Fired up. You guys yeah. really used Barbie. to watch what was that Barbie? Oh, every, uh, every episode. Barbie Benson. You guys are old. Benson. Oh, yeah. You guys are old. Yeah. I mean, like really old. Hey, yeah. You're yeah. talking about Hee Haw. Roy Clark? Oh, Roy my Clark? gosh. Boy, Boy, don't even that? get me started on how good Chris, of a guitar player Chris, did you watch Hee Haw, too? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, when I was out, uh, when I was a kid at my grandparents. That's exactly. Oh, that, that was yeah. my grandparents' thing, man. Yeah. 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 So you, that was, had, you had to watch Hee-Haw. I didn't have, I really when didn't have any Country come to town is what that was. The Hee-Haw? No. Oh, really? Oh, no. No, no it was a mainstay. That was uh, not on in my household because I'm not that old. Yes, you are. No, hey, I'm you not. Are? Same age as me. 45, What are you talking bro? about? Yeah, 45 by yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. You wish. You not know, only thing, old, but you forgot how to count. Because we're, we're having a little bit of flashbacks here today, kind uh-huh. of some of the things that we're going to be doing today. Kind of a Kirk kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there you go. Kirk always is having flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, Righteous. Check was, out uh, my van. I was partly responsible to the 1960s, 70s. <laughs> and Kirk's surfing van. Uh-huh. And yeah, all the other. Things that were in what there. do you mean this isn't legal? Did you guys, my dad, my dad was a uh, kind of a fifties greaser. Yeah, you know what I mean, hot okay. rod yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. The Fonz. We call them motorheads. Yeah, whatever motorhead. you want to call it. So right. the, the one thing mm-hmm. that that we always watched was Sha Na Na. Oh, I love Sha Na Na. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you, absolutely. You don't know Sean. You don't know Sean. Uh, okay, oh, yeah. so so you remember the movie Grease, right? Yeah. Okay, you know the big dance where yeah. they have the big dance off, do the hand jive, yeah. all that stuff. The band that's playing is Sean on. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, but they okay, had a TV okay. show, like a variety show kind of thing. Right. Yeah, it was, uh, it was one awesome. season. Remember one one hit one. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't out very long. No, like but one do you season. remember? Do you remember yeah. the bass? Oh, the guy focused. that had the bass voice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, do you remember you gotta, his name? You got. I don't remember his name, but you got to pull up some of the music of Sean Na Na. All right, just I for will, just I will effort that. But yeah, Bowser was his Bowser, name. Bowser, that's what yep. it was. Mm-hmm. Bowser, and he had, oh, 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 ugly guy, oh, yeah. ugly <laughs> as homemade sin. That guy, and, and his mouth was huge, <laughs> big old nose, big mouth. Yeah. You know, just big, kind yep. of big. Uh, Didn't they feature one of his songs in American Graffiti? Uh, the Wolfman Jack. Yeah, I think I don't, it did. I don't know if it was one of his yeah. songs or not, but I, yeah. I, I mean, American Graffiti was one of my. Sean Anna was actually ever. at Woodstock, I believe. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yep. Wow. Kirk sure yeah, yeah, that's they, right. Yeah. yeah. I would know. <laughs> hey, I was there. He, he made I the saw trip. It. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get it confused, folks. That's He's right. not talking about Woodstock '99. No, 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 no. no. We're talking muddy field in the middle of nowhere. Everybody run around naked. What was it? The hippie movement. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, but there's more than hips in that. It's like oh, that. Lord. Boy, that's good. Flashbacks. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Good stuff. What was it? Uh When America was fun. American graffiti, uh I want two chubby chucks and a strawberry malt. <laughs> was that guy's <laughs> name the toad? Oh, yeah. the guy with the glasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he ends up getting a getting a drink or whatever and barfs all over the sidewalk right next to the girl. I love the cars. First that, date, that movie, oh, the cars yeah. and that. Movie. Oh, I, yeah, I've always yeah. been a car guy. You know, well, you know who, what? What movie? Because of made, my dad. You know what actor got famous in that movie? Harrison Ford. Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Oh yeah, yeah. It was Harrison. He was the he was uh, the, the old hot rodder. Yeah, hot he was rodder. driving the black uh, model. That's right. Model Coupe a? was it an A? Thirty eight Pontiac Coupe. Oh okay. That was the first time that he ever really hit the big screen, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. That's mm-hmm. it. That's, Which, well, gosh, that's great a long movie. Time ago. I know that was yeah, a long time. Yeah. Great I, don't, movie. I don't know what year old seventies, early seventies. Yeah, yeah. It was actually seventy three, I think. Yeah, yeah. you're if a graduate from high school, nineteen seventy three. Maybe, maybe I'm right. Wow, I was two. <laughs> What's that? Great movie. Though. When he graduated from high school, it was a great movie. <laughs> Which movie? Uh, American Graffiti. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Wolfman Jack. That was the first time anybody had ever seen him. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I don't, well, I don't, the wolf man here. What do you mean that was the first time that somebody saw him? They had never seen him on 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 TV. You know, in those days, he was just voice. He's just a mm-hmm. voice. Yeah, he right. was. Yeah, right, he was right, doing right, syndicated. Right, right, right. But I don't think it was anything intentional. Um, right. I mean, to keep no. him off of cameras. I mean, just I, no, I think, no, no. Well, no. it w- it was kind of like the Wizard of Oz kind of thing. He was behind the curtain, and when he finally popped right. out, they were like, you know, remember? And there's a scene in the movie where they actually talking to him. And the guy goes, you know, you sound really familiar. Mm-hmm. And he's giving this guy advice. I think he's giving the yeah, toad I, some I, advice. I mean, think about it. How did you see someone that was on the radio? Yeah, you didn't. Well, you didn't. You, you didn't. Yeah, but I mean, this wasn't like they were trying to keep his identity secret. No, 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 no. no, no. I, I'm just saying there's no. Right. There was some and, mystique and, to I that. Mean, it was yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was some the, mystique to I, it. I, I, yes, that, that, that's 100%. my point. Absolutely. And when they yeah. and, and and they made a. It was kind of the like same thing to give modern day people a little comparison is that. 
when the grease man first yeah. kind of hit Jacksonville, Washington, yeah. D.C. I had no, really, no idea what he looked like. Everybody wanted to know what he looked like. Yeah. 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 You know, so Wolfman and then when you was saw the him, you're like, damn, I really don't want to know what you look yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> it was better when I didn't know what he looked like. <laughs> but he was damn good on the radio. But, oh, he's yeah, good. He but was, Wolfman yeah. Jack, yeah. he was pretty cool looking. Yeah. yeah. The goatee and the black hair. The name went with the face. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's I think that's where it came from, you know? I mean, he was he was as big, if not bigger, than Dick Clark. Yeah, Redmond right? was. Oh, yeah, gosh, absolutely. he was at huge. one point. Cult following, yeah. yeah Crazy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we're sidetracked as usual. Yeah, sure. it's an outdoor show. We You're actually talk about hunting and fishing. It has, been, it has been probably one of the most coolest weeks, I think, for the outdoor show gang that, yeah. uh, that ever has been. Yeah, it's been Stories epic. galore. Uh, just to give you guys a quick rundown, we have Adventures in Georgia. Favor is on the board. He is on yeah. the board. Captain Kirk has had one hell of a week. Yeah. yeah Mr. Selfish, Bull Reds, yeah. you know, living the dream. Uh, I took the first adventure into the ocean in the kayak. Hold on tight. Yeah. And, During uh, a groundswell. Our buddy. Tropical storm groundswell. I can tell you the surfers this week. They cut school. They were cutting school Monday and Tuesday. What? School? What school? We're going surfing. They're cutting work. Oh, work, school. Oh my God! I got the make it. I got COVID. I've never seen a swell like that. Yeah, it was awesome. Not that good. It was good. I mean, look, I don't live. I you know now living at the beach. I mean, that's that's the largest swell that I've ever seen since we've been there. Yeah, and I'm talking clean and beautiful. I was cranking. It, and, it, because and, it was and the south, water's still warm too. Well, it was so. southwest wind right. at the beginning of the week and, and last end of last week, and so you had southwest wind with these gigantic swells. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. And uh, and and I don't know the terminology. I mean, because all you surfer dudes are going to have to forgive me. Mm-hmm. But when a wave breaks, okay, and Kirk can probably interpret this for me. When a wave breaks. The surfers love it when it breaks in one spot and then it starts going down the line. In other words, it's not all breaking 100 yards wide yeah, at the same time. Uh, it's peeling. it's right, a clean right. peel. Right. A peel? Is that what that's called? Yeah, yeah. peeling. Peeling. Clean peeling. Clean peeling. <laughs> yeah. and, and you had the spray coming off the top yes. of it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tubing. It's, yeah, it's in the tubes, man. So it was Barrels. cool from the cool standpoint stuff. of watching the surfers. Oh, yeah. But it was also cool from the standpoint of when these waves were breaking over the mullet schools. Millions. Oh, my God. Millions. The mullet would just launch into the air. Right. And the tarpon and the sharks and whatever else is in there was going after them. It was, it's just like National Geographic cool. It it was. I have, it's been years since I've seen that much mullet. Of every varying size that you could think of pushing down the Yeah, beach. well, here's the deal. They were pushing before this northeaster. Oh, yeah, yep. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I, I fished, the moon on, I fished on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I told Kirk, I was so excited. Had my, my Thursday, a couple days ago Thursday. Yeah. Okay. And uh, had basically my last ring power trip. I've, I've got one with some, some other guys. And it was blowing northeast by then. So, northeast 10 to 15, a, a, a low incoming tide. I mean, I I knew that this was this was going to be spectacular. You know, they get on the boathouse fishing. I haven't fished in a couple of days. I said, but you know, this is the time of year where you're going to see yeah, stuff gonna, that you've never seen before. It's going to be epic. absolutely right? foot and mouth. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Crickets. Dead. <laughs> Jeff, I had a hard time catching six mullets, and I'm uh, not exact. It took me an hour 
just to find six mullet. There was nothing. There was there was nothing at the rocks. There was nothing at Salt Run. I went into the boat ramp. I went into Comanche Cove. It took me an hour to catch six mullet. Wow. And, and were you and, seeing any feeding or anything? Jeff, it was absolutely dead. dead. <laughs> Scott were, was fishing. Well, they were so full and tired from the previous week. Yeah. <laughs> I put up. Yeah. So so I I do have to say this one thing. So I, I, I wake up early that morning. And, you know, we got a little group text between charter captains. Leon's talking about this dream that he had oh, the boy. night before about a spectacular mullet run day. And he's saying, boys, we're going to have the best day ever. At the end of the day, I texted him. I said, your dream sucks. Oh, <laughs> hey, none, none, none of us caught anything. Yeah. It was, you know, and I, 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 it was listening to Kirk and, and Jeff, you called me earlier in the week. You know, I'm on the tractor, and you're like, dude, you got to see this. That's crazy. You know, and, and 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 Leon has this crazy dream and just blows everything up. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday were – Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday were epic. Oh, my God. I fished all yeah, four those days. days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I launched uh, – I had work to do on Monday, and then I just – I'm while I'm on the phone at one point talking about stuff for the Jaguars TV stuff. And, yeah. And I'm I'm on this phone and I and I've got my my air AirPods in my ear and I'm standing up and talking looking out the window <laughs> and, and you're going holy and smoke and I'm seeing all this yeah. and I'm going the hell will work for I gotta go I gotta go try it for a little bit you know I'll come back and finish I'll work late tonight hey yeah it was and it was like wow. the, the allure of the mullet run will get you oh there's no doubt and then I said to myself I said well. You know, tomorrow I'll come back after I did it, you know, and I'll tell the story later. I said, I'll come back tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, can't do it tomorrow. <laughs> I've got stuff to do. And I'm like, let's see, Wednesday. Well, Wednesday, maybe Wednesday. See, the worst part about, about where you live now, and, and, I, and I, Kirk, you and I have talked about this before, living on the beach or on the intercoastal, it's got to be tough. Because when you see that, you want to go. You wake up in the morning and you see that. You're like, and, and then just like what happened to you last week, you got all set up for Friday. I know. And it happened. Eh, eh, like, like me on Thursday. Eh, nothing. Yeah, you that's know? what it was on yeah. Friday last yeah. week. It'll nothing. haunt you all day long. You you want to try to get work done and you see that and you go, oh, God, I got to go. <laughs> oh. It's like when you get those text messages on your phone of a buck and he's coming in every day at mm. four o'clock in the afternoon going, oh, I just can't stay here. I got I to make it's, it It's crazy. All right. By the way, uh, our welcome to the Nimnik family of dealerships presented by Duck Duck Rooter Plumbing and Septic Services post on our social media outlets, uh, Facebook, Instagram, has a picture of a beautiful buck. Yeah. And look closely because there's not just one. Mm -hmm. What a picture. And Captain Kirk, buddy of yours took this picture? Yeah, he's a friend of uh, Brad's was walking the Appalachian Cam Trail. Brad Smith? Brad Smith. Okay. And so said, is he doing the whole Appalachian Trail? I, I don't know how much part how much of it he was doing. He was doing part of it at that okay. point. And they walked up and they were like, "Hey, look." And they looked over and he was just sitting there camped out. There's any, these Any idea what state that is? That's Virginia. I, that's, that's Virginia. Yeah, that's that's Virginia. Okay. Um Bluemont, Virginia, according to uh, our post and I'm I mean, I'm assuming that's correct, Kurt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bluemont, Virginia is one of the most beautiful places on earth that you'll ever see. And the Appalachian Trail runs through the, the Blue Ridge Mountains all the way through the state. Yep. 
and uh, the uh, the Appalachian Trail of and I've always kind of had a curiosity about. It. I've never wanted to do the whole thing like yeah. some people would like to do, but I think it would be cool to do parts of it. Brad's done it a couple times. Has he walked walked a, a good bit of it? Yeah, it's, I mean it's he gorgeous. Had a couple buddies, of gorgeous. Life. Yeah, and they and they actually go to the different camps mm-hmm. where they have like yeah. little platforms and you set yeah, your tent you can, up on the platform. Right. You can you know you pack and you yeah. camp and so anyway. Uh, this buck that's in the picture has got to be 140s. Oh, yeah. Well, the cool thing Just is when, because of the mass. I hey, mean, 140s when you is a first score look of at the picture, right. so, All you see is the first buck. Yeah. Right. When yeah. you really first look at the picture, you go, oh, look at that. And then you go, right. and then you go, right. wait a minute, look at the one behind him. So let's take a break. Uh-huh. But when we come back, I want people to understand what 140 means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've had people text me and they're like, is that weight? Mm. Yeah, uh, you know they they don't yeah. understand when we sure. say that's a 140 class buck. All so right. we'll talk about that. We on can the do side. that. Yep, yep. Right here on the uh, make sure I get this right. The yep. Nimnik Buick GMC presented presented by Duck 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 Rooter. Right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, folks, hey, look, uh, if you've got a little piece of waterfront heaven, CNH Marine Construction can make it even better. Docks, bulkheads, boathouses, boat lifts, nature trails through some wetlands. They yeah. do everything at CNH Marine Construction. Have you seen their new barges? Did, did Bob said Yeah, they got, they got the new barge. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> styling. Yeah, and, they're and, styling. Uh, and don't forget, folks, that uh, uh, they uh, are looking for – Employees. Uh, employees. Yes. And so if you're looking for a job, okay, and if you don't have a job, you should be looking. CNH Marine <laughs> Construction. Yeah, if you have a job, you need to get to work. <laughs> Dang, man. You guys. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. Don't sit around. No. Uh, don't get me started. On yeah. That, yeah really. Anyway, we were talking about the Appalachian Trail. Yes, we were. And the, the deer mm-hmm. and the picture on our social media posts and the Appalachian Trail it uh, if you go to AppalachianTrail.org, you can actually see the interactive map that they have, and you can explore exactly all the different parts of it. And uh, I, I've talked, I've read stories, of people, and, and I actually read a book a few years ago of, of a guy that uh, was on the Appalachian Trail and talks about his experience with it. And people just freak out over it. I mean, it's a, it's some for some people, it's uh, it's one of those bucket list bucket right. list items yeah. that they feel like that they have to do in their lifetime. Kyle walked it one time. Did he do the whole thing? He did. Uh, he did like fifteen or twenty miles up in North Carolina. <laughs> really? And he sent me all kind of pictures. And he was, I mean, he saw bears, he saw deer. Um, and the funny thing is, some of it in some of the real sparse parts got where the, he said the trail was almost you could barely see it. Right. He said so. You had to have a compass. And you had to really pay attention to what you're doing. He could see, he could see how people would get up there and get lost. Heck yeah! But he showed me pictures like this is the trail I'm going. That doesn't even look like a trail. Right. A deer would walk on. And he goes, Yeah, you really got to pay attention. I've always wondered. You know, they call it a trail. I mean, yeah. is it an actual trail? Yeah, yeah it has trails, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and I mean, it's yeah. actually it's, it's, you know, it's maintained I mean, by a lot of volunteers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's That's a it. mix. It's like it's like you could have very wide, big trails as part of it, and then some yep. other ones. It shrinks down really, really small. Yeah, All right. So here's here's the the information from Wikipedia. It's a hiking trail in the eastern United States, about twenty two hundred miles between Springer Mountain in Georgia to Mount 
Catadin in Maine and passing through 14 states. The Appalachian Trail Conservancy claims the Appalachian Trail to be the longest hiking-only trail in the world. More than 3 million people hike segments of the trail each year. But I, the, like the ultimate right. thing to do is to do the whole thing. Yeah, 2,200 miles. 2,200 miles. I got better things to do. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, you I'm, imagine how long I'm, that would uh, take? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the I, trail you know. is maintained by 31 trail clubs and multiple partnerships, and managed by the National Park Service and the nonprofit Appalachian Trail Conservancy. And uh, most of the trail is in the forest or wildlands, and some portions traverse through towns, roads, and farms. From south, uh, from south to north, so if we were to leave here, okay, close mm-hmm. by here, we would start in Georgia, go through North Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, by God, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. Uh, through hikers, walk the entire trail in a single season. Or we could just go ask DeSantis and he'll fly us there. <laughs> The uh, number of thru-hikers per year has increased steadily since 2010 with 715 northbound, 133 southbound thru-hikes reported in 2017. So, you know, probably close to 1,000 by now every year. People are doing the whole thing, whether it be from south to north or north-south. Many books, documentaries, and websites are always dedicated to that pursuit. And uh, that's why I was saying some people, it's a bucketless item. So the picture that we got, well, on our Facebook and Instagram page is from that trail, and it's a picture of a beautiful deer, and we're talking about score mm-hmm. of the antler. And when we say a score or number assigned to a to an, a deer's antler, it's a it's kind of a measurement essentially, mm-hmm. and it's a way that they recognize how big your deer really is. Right. And uh, Boone and Crockett, Pope and Young, Pope and Young which yep. are these different organizations that recognize the scores of the deer and who's killing the biggest deer and what state and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They take a bunch of different measurements on the antlers to get a total score, which mm-hmm. is the number. And they take the width, they take the length of each main beam, the length of the tines, the circumference of the antler at different points, and they add it all up, and they do it in eighths of an inch, if I think I'm correct. Yeah. And uh, and they give you then you get a total score, and it gives you – uh, a number, and uh, so some people, for us, like a Florida deer, or most Florida deer, are probably going to score in uh, 110s, right? That'd yeah, or less. One. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, somewhere yeah. in that range. Yeah. You know, in South... Flatwoods deer, what we call a flatwoods deer. Yeah, yeah. 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 South Georgia, if you're in the 120s, you know, now I'm a, probably a little a, off here. I mean, yeah, there's places South, that are South anomalies. Georgia 120 is probably a pretty big deer. That's a really big, big deer. deer. Yeah. For Fargo, that would be a big deer. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you get to Illinois, yeah. okay, a, a buck in the 140s plus is, is, is what you're looking for. Yeah, it's you're trying normal. to get. Yeah. Well, it's like that deer my buddy Todd shot this week. Oh, what a, what a, what a great, great, what a great deer. And what did that score? I, I don't know. He yeah. didn't say yet. Okay. But I would say probably one sixty. Okay, I mean, it's a, if you look at it, yeah. big, Iowa, Iowa, cons- Iowa, Illinois considered yeah. the big buck states. The, the, and the holy grail is two hundred. Yeah, I mean, two. If you kill a yeah. two hundred inch yeah. plus buck, you're yeah. like, oh yeah. my, once a lifetime. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Stop hunting. You, you can't put your hand on the base of the antlers. Right. That's a big right. BAS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of how it is. I mean, in Georgia. Um, I think the biggest one in the county that I'm in, I think, is was like 171. 
Uh, biggest one in your county, Kevin, was really state record. Yeah, yeah, state record, 200 and something. Yeah, something non-typical. crazy. Yeah, non-typical. And, and when we say non-typical and typical, if, if you picture a, a, a deer's horns, if, if he's just got a typical rack, like four on one side and four on the other. They're all that's balanced. A, that's, they're all balanced. That's a typical. Yeah. If you see a deer with horns going everywhere, then that's a non-typical. Yeah, like yeah. points that are sticking in directions yeah. that aren't normal, then mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's non-typical. So, uh, so that's kind of how – you know, deer hunters talk, you know, score of a deer, and mm-hmm. some people care about that, some don't. Some right. people care about the body weight. Some, some people care about age. Some people yep. care some people about, just care about brown putting, is down. Right. <laughs> yeah, some of you will just care about putting it on a plate. Yeah, that's right. Know, making venison burgers. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I know that Which you nothing wrong with that. You ventured into the woods this week, and we're going to get your story, I but did. first we need to do a weather and a tide. So let's start with, uh, with a weather forecast brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville. Bearded pig. I, I was actually my my son sent me a link, and it was to this um, barbecue video thing that was on YouTube, and it was a thirty minute special. There's a <laughs> there's a there's a a publication in the state of Texas, and you, when we know barbecue in Texas is huge, just like it is in the South, right? But, but Texas right. is like ridiculously huge, mm-hmm. and they have a publication in the state of Texas called Texas Monthly, and uh, they come out, I think, every year or every couple of years with the best barbecue in Texas. Okay. And this one uh, that won called, I think it's called Pardee's. They did a 30-minute special, and it's on YouTube. And my son sent me the link of it, and, I, and, he, and he sent it to me yesterday when I was hungry. Oh. I can just tell you, don't ever watch food stuff when you're hungry. <laughs> or yeah. go into the, I mean, grocery, I was going to the grocery store. Go yeah, the store. Yeah, all over yeah, myself. Bad idea. Yeah. So anyway, I'm watching this thing, and I'm going, dude, they need to do a documentary on the bearded pig. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the best barbecue in Jacksonville. It's not even close. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally, it's not even close. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to get the bar- best barbecue, two locations in Jacksonville, one in San Marco, the other one at the beach. And uh, the brisket is the true measurement of barbecue, in my opinion. And the bearded pig is incredible. Uh, anyway, today, east winds, 10 to 15 knots, seas around three feet, seven seconds on the interval. Showers likely, slight chance of thunderstorms this morning, then a chance of thunderstorms this afternoon. Tomorrow, east winds around 10 knots, seas around 3 feet, with a dominant period of 6 seconds. Intercoastal light chop showers likely tomorrow, a slight chance of thunderstorms in the morning, then thunderstorms likely in the afternoon. Hopefully that's not true. Yeah, really. For 1 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Monday, northeast winds, uh uh-oh, 5 to 10 knots, seas 3 to 4 feet. With a dominant period of 11 seconds. Uh, Tuesday, northeast winds, 5 to 10 knots. Wednesday, northeast winds, 10 to 15 knots. Wow. Yeah. Back-to-back nor'easters? Well, you've got that storm. Coming up. Uh, It's in Puerto Rico right now, and it's going to turn and and, kind of come up the east coast. And I say it's going to be offshore of us. Right. So I think that's going to give us more swells for the surfers, you know, probably some – a I little bit it, of wind. I think it could be a good thing. If if our temperatures stay moderate like they are now, and this thing swings out, when it goes by, by Thursday or Friday, yeah, it could be game on yeah. again. Game on for anything. Fishing? I'm thinking anything. Offshore. What surfing inshore? are you talking about? Well, the surfers are going to be fired up by yeah. Thursday or oh, yeah, Friday for yeah, sure. Yeah. That, that, that groundswell here. There's going to be a serious case of. Coronavirus. Yep. Rona's going to be yeah. rampant, <laughs> rampant in the schools and yeah, work. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Kirk. When that thing goes by, 
and you, we get the backside of so it. When, when we look, when are we looking at that? It's like, give us a date. Um, mm -hmm. it, it looks like it's going to go by us on Tuesday or, or, or Wednesday offshore of us. Yeah. You know, so, so I'd say Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Maybe next weekend. Yep. Yep. It could be game on again. Uh, water right. temperature is still freaking oh, 83, yeah. 84 I, I, degrees. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. We've had no, no cool weather here whatsoever no. to change the water temperature. No. Which is kind of spooky. Which is kind of weird with the Northeaster. Usually you get a little bit of that cooler weather, you do. right? I, yeah. yeah I, you know what? When I when I looked at the forecast, you know, like three or four days ago, and I saw this Northeast wind, I went, there's no front. Where's there's, the temperature? Yeah, there's no. But it, in Georgia, it did cooled off, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you were up there. Oh, it was. It beautiful, was, right? Oh, 60 it, in the morning, something, 60, 62, something like that? Yeah, so I woke, up, I woke up on Tuesday morning early. Because I had a bunch of stuff to do, and it was it was sixty one degrees, but it was blowing northwest at ten with forty percent humidity. Oh, uh, when you stepped outside, perfect. It was like oh, perfect. It was the first time I felt like I should be sitting, and and I worked around the yard. I now, when you say you should be sitting, not in a chair in the kitchen, no, but no, sitting no. in a chair in, in, and a deer stand, in, in a deer stand. But I worked around yeah. the yard, and then I had a bunch of stuff to do in town. I never turned the AC on, had the windows down, and, and, and it, awesome. it, it was awesome. And, and I was like, I'm going hunting this afternoon. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Mm -hmm. but, but, All right, yeah. let's do a Tides Report brought to you by Angie Sub here before we get to the commercial break. Angie's Best Sub Shop in Jacksonville, right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. And, yes, I made it there this week, and it was outstanding. I'm going there today again, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Tides Mayport That's today. Shock. I'm shocked. Yeah. Really shocked. I yeah. know. I'm going to get some French fries today. Oh, my God. I've oh, lost, lost a little bit of weight, and I need to put some back on. So I'm going to Angie's. going to get <laughs> French fries. I don't know how the hell do you lose weight. Sub if if you lose weight, that's where you go to find it. That's, that's right. right. I think that's a restroom break, but go ahead. 8, 10 a.m. at Mayport is a low tide this morning. Coming up here in about uh, 40 minutes. 2.47 p.m. is your high tide at Mayport. That is a 4.88. The uh, low tide at 810 is going to be a 1.2, but then with east winds and the past northeast winds. It flooded yesterday. It's going to be pretty high. It uh, flooded. For it's going to flood again today, too. Yeah, that low tide's not going to be real low. But, you know, I, I left the beach this morning. It was not blowing as hard this morning as it was the last couple days. No. The no, flag no, no, in my no. It's backed was, off. It's, it's supposed it to did. back off. I mean, it's supposed to go east today. Yeah, and then back, yeah it backed back, off a little bit, but yeah. it's still blowing pretty yeah. good right now. Oh, it's not, it's not an offshore day. It's no, not, no. No, no. Mm -mm. That, uh, but I'm just talking about pushing water in the inlet. That, that, yeah. I mean, there was water in the parking lot yesterday, and when I left the boat ramp and it was still pushing up, you could see the, the Spartina grass over there by the Mayport ramp, you know, as you make that turn, yep. it was flooded. All right, let's take a break. 904-641-1010. If you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Oh, yeah. All right, can you name it? Yeah, keep playing it. I remember. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. Take me to the river. There you go. Great song. And Great there's song. a reason why I picked it. Um, Steve Hatchy River Club? That's one of them. All right, sure. Steve Hatchy River Club. 352 498 3222 to take your little vacation that's, that's right. not that far away. Uh -oh. And the Okay, and the other reason? The other reason, Chris? Well, it's it's because of uh, the question that's hanging on line one. Oh, ah, that's Papa Moon G. And River question. Papa G. Like to oh. like to call and ask us a question this morning. The call in line nine zero four six four one ten ten, or you can post a question on social media, and we will uh, 
work our, our magic to try to get that answer. So let's go to Papa G on the phone lines and bring him up and see what he's got. Morning, Papa G. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Morning, buddy. Doing good. Yeah, man, listen, I've been out of town a little while, but it's great to be back in the great state of Jacksonville, Florida, man. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing here. But uh, listen, I had a, a buddy of mine up in Tennessee ask me about the St. John's River. He, he said it's always dirty. It, it just always looks dirty and nasty. And I told him, if I'm not mistaken, that, that, the, that the trees, you know, I don't know if it's the cedar trees or the pine trees or something that adds like a tint to the water. It's, like, it's uh, called tannic. Like, yeah, tannic acid. Like, tan, like, like tannic like that. And, uh, and I said, you know, the river itself is clean. We've done a good job in, in trying to clean up this river. And believe it or not, it's one of the few rivers in the world, I think, other than the Nile, that flows from the south to the north. Uh, yeah, there's Amazon. a couple of them. Uh, Shenandoah yeah. also mm-hmm. runs. Uh, it's actually a river in Virginia. I know that just because I used to live there. But yeah, it's one of the few. Oh, Shenandoah. Oh, Shenandoah. Yeah, take me to the river. You know. But uh, but anyway, listen. How important is the moon? Uh, I know the tides are very important, but uh, to to fishing, how in, how important is the moon? And uh, I'm going to hang up in a minute and listen to you. But I want to give a shout out to a friend of mine here in Mandarin. Oh, shout uh, out! Can I do that? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I got a good friend of mine, uh, Kaz is his name, and I'm sure he's listening right now. But a few years ago, he was on his little moped downtown and got T-boned, and uh, he left. He lost half of his left leg. But uh, I tell you what, man, he's got a he's got a uh, uh, what do you call that? A implement on his leg a or prosthetic? A, a, uh, yes, a prosthetic. And and that gentleman has got the best attitude in the world, and he's doing great. And he's just a he's just a good friend of mine, and he, he loves kids, and he works with kids. So a big shout out to Kaz. But uh, I just want to say. Uh, Absolutely. Listen, I love the show, and uh, uh, listen, uh, we don't go around spreading rumors. I'm afraid we're just not the gossiping kind. You'll never hear one of us repeating gossip, so you better be sure to listen close the first time. Hey, Grandpa, what's for dinner? That's <laughs> 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 uh, hee-haw. Hee-haw, baby. Yeah, great stuff. <laughs> I was going, I right, what is that? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's hee-haw. Hog, gals, chitlins. Hey, by the way, Chris, I'm still waiting for a little shot on up. Okay. So, awesome. So his question till 10. Uh, about the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, the moon affects everything. Wildlife, but, I mean. But I think that he's asking the, the question, yes, it, it absolutely affects everything. But we don't, we, we don't schedule around the moon. Uh, you, what do you mean? As in, when I get up in the morning, if the moon's full, I'm going fishing. <laughs> right. If I get up in the morning and there's no moon, I'm going fishing. You know, I right. mean, we can't we can't schedule. Uh, you know, when when somebody books a charter for June fifteenth of twenty twenty three, yeah, I, but, don't, but, I don't know what the moon but, is. But 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 but, but. but okay, uh-huh. I, if you had your your way, okay, and could pick and choose when you wanted I to go, I, I, I don't think it affects it much. hunting or fishing. Well, hunting it damn sure does. Uh, yeah, I'm still going to go hunting. I, you know, I'm still going hunting. Wait a minute, favor. They made something called the Solonar Tables for a reason. Yeah, for but, God's but, sakes. I agree with you. But you don't live and die by it. I go when I can, but well, I look at the Solonar Table. You, 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 so what? You look at it. Well, some guys. So, so, so if you some guys are it, like favor. <laughs> some guys are like Jimmy. Okay, that's all they do is live the dream and go hunting and fishing. And it's Jimmy's looking at the at the moon. Yeah, but he's stolen our tables. If 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 there's a full moon on November fifth, you're gonna be in the woods. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing: you would rather know that the full moon is on November fifth. Okay, and see, I'm totally tainted because the biggest buck that I ever killed in my life in Georgia was on a dead full moon. I'll never forget walking to the stand. At what time? I killed him at seven thirty. Really, and that early in the morning. I killed him at seven thirty. Yep, 
You know, so well, I'm not going to not go. And, 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 but, right, but you're we go do. When you can go. For God's sakes, we used to have watches. We we had Solar Kirk, did we not? I had a moon watch. We I had, still have it. Yeah, we they, had Solar. That would be y'all. Well, I mean, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Me yeah, and Kirk, yeah. me and Kirk had watches. I had I had the moon watch on yesterday. That had and we had it on because we used to literally. I look at it to see when the tides are coming in and going out because sometimes I just don't remember what time it is. But w- I agree. Sometimes you just got to go when you can go. Right. And and if it's a full moon. You're going to go, what the heck? I'm going fishing. Right. I don't care. If it's a full moon, you wake up in the morning at 530. Now, if you don't catch yep. anything, you can look at your clients and go, you know why we didn't catch anything? It's full moon. You know, not my fault. It's the moon. <laughs> and, and here's the deal. Because that that I, I that, that, that watch uh-huh. that I had, the Solonar tables, uh-huh. it died. Uh-huh. And I, I and, and in Fargo, which was completely unimpeded by humans, mm-hmm. you could set your daggum watch to that. And when when that watch said the feed time was happening, it's happening. It was happening. It was amazing how how true that was. Now, I agree with that because I know I've sat in the woods with Larry Minyard one time, and we I was wearing the watch, and Larry would send me a text and go, "What time's the major feed?" And I'd look at the watch and I go, "It says eleven twenty three. He goes, "Let's sit for another hour." And sure enough, here they come in a line walking through the swamp. And you're going, "God, look at that!" You know what I, mean, I do every every morning. That I'm hunting, which you know, when I get yeah. a chance to I hunt, you. you text. Shulte. I text. Shulte. <laughs> yeah, what's what time should I be brother, there? Yeah. Brother, no, brother James yeah. has got you know because what it does is it it when I when I text brother James, I say, hey James, what's the feed times, and uh-huh. then he takes a screenshot. He does uh, because he's got the app, mm-hmm. and and then he sends it to me, and then so I'm like, all right, so I look at it, and then okay. say, okay, here's the major and the minor feed times, which are all based off of yeah. the moon and the sun, just holding our tables. Mm-hmm. And then I say, okay, if the feed time's at X time, then I know that I need to sit through that or or maybe I would not sit longer or maybe I will sit longer mm-hmm. based on those charts. And so, yeah, absolutely, I, I pay attention to the moon. Now, from a fishing standpoint, the the tides are based on our moon. Yeah. And to some extent. Yeah. But now it doesn't it doesn't prohibit me from going or encourage me to go at at that that much but like from a hunting standpoint definitely the moon impacts not whether i go or not but i'm paying attention to it in other words and 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 scientists will tell you you're fooey yeah and then but the old timers and the guys that spend time in the woods will (laughs) tell you that the solar table created by all tonight so funny to tonight right to 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 to, to, to look at and, and and read those articles by scientists that have radio collar Whitetail bucks, mm-hmm. and studied them for years, and they're like the moon has no effect on them, none. Yeah, I mean it, it, that that's what they say. But yeah. I'm I'm with Jeff. I I do believe that deer have a tendency to walk, and they're more active at nighttime on a full moon, or in they, the middle of the day. They say, or in the middle of the day. They yeah. say, yeah. And also yeah. depends on, but when when is the moon overhead? Which okay. is which is which the, is moon's, that, the moon? It, in other words, overhead it, or straight down? It's it, a major feed. Well, but I mean, what I mean by that is that the, the full moon is is and the moon is out above us in the daytime. It's not lighting up the night. You know what I mean? No, no, no. And by I, the way, I, 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 I that's how you, I learned. I still that's think how I learned from my dad. Oh, major feed periods. Animals are opportunistic feeders, and given the opportunity, if food is in front of them, mm-hmm. they will eat it. Yeah, they might not yeah. eat a lot of it. Yeah. They're going to eat some. By the way, I was I was correct on the name. 
Aldenite, John Aldenite, was the one who created the Solonar tables. In, Aldenite? Uh, in, yeah. Aldenite. 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 They eat and win? Aldenite, brother. In 1926. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chris. Isn't that ironic? It's, a, it's, a, it's amazing that I remembered the name. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing you remember anything. That's what I'm saying. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's there we go. Point. Yeah, at 45 years old, you should be. That's uh, right. Yeah, coming, man. <laughs> Fading. All right, are, are we ready Is for a break, a ball Chris? Spot on the back of your head? Ready for a break. We are. Okay, we are ready oh, yeah. for a break. Yeah. All right. And you're Chris ready, for, ready for us to be on a break. A little shine on up. Is this shine on up? It is. Nice. Better song, no. Oh better my gosh, song. it's fantastic! Come you on, know, man. Um, There's a lot better one than that. Oh, I'm, you're gonna get a boatload of it so. when you, uh, yeah, when, yeah when, when you come, but when you get an opportunity, we gotta hear Bowser. We gotta hear that that bass of Bowser from Shawnana. That's the song. You almost said it a minute ago. That's the song. You were, I thought you were going there. All right, uh, we're gonna take a break here, folks, on the. Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And don't forget, folks, if you need a tire and you need some off-road grippers for your truck, okay, for deer season, Tire Outlet. Multiple locations all around Jacksonville to serve you. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. Dippity doo, do you think that guy put it in there? I mean, he had it good. Now that's the Shanana that I remember. That's funny because that's from 1973. Yeah, the old man. Oh, yeah. That's the crazy thing is that uh, the doo wop was kept alive by Shanana. My dad loved him. I'm just telling you about my. I'm with Chris, though. I I was total hee haw. Oh, I loved hee haw, too. Yeah. Or Clark, pick, yeah, pick but I think honestly, I when I was a kid, I think we watched both of them. What'd I think say? we watched both those shows. You say I'm picking, and I'm a grinning. I'm a grinning. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! All right, hey, uh, Coastal Equipment, New Kings Road, Anna McClenning, their home of Kubota, Gravely Zero Turn Motors, Hot Sea Pressure Washers, all the steel power equipment, and of course, all the land pride attachments. So if you need a job or need a piece of equipment to get a job done, Coastal Equipment. Yeah, we wore those steel uh, doggone weed eaters out last Saturday around the cabin, buddy. Oh, yeah. Buddy, hitting all the weeds. And- Do you guys ever use the uh, – because on some weed eaters, you can replace the yes. – the, the blade. The, well, they have – most weed eaters use that little plastic thing to cut. String. It's, it's like a string. Cord. Yes, polyethylene cord. And then <clears throat> they have things that you can take that – off, assembly off and then put a blade on there. A compatible kit. It's, yeah. a, it's a kit that, that you and, – and I bought mine from uh, Coastal Equipment. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I you use I, it? I, all the time. You Look like good? the blade better than the the, 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 cord? the woods, it works. So, we, we use so it in the if woods. You're, if you're trying to knock down like dog fiddles, yeah. uh, anything that's, that's – I'm, I'm going to say an inch and a half to an inch, it, it, you, you hit it. I mean, you get it, you go, it just, it, it goes right through it. 
Oh wow! It goes. Uh, I mean, literally goes right through it. Yeah, I use dog my, fennel has it. Uh, it almost becomes kind of a herbaceous trunky trunk material, right? And it's right. It's like a weed, but when it grows up, then it gets really. It's st- like a stick. Right. Yeah, like a right. stick. But if it you really have is. if you have the string on there, it you're, just, you're it, not you're not going to cut them. No, you're not cutting. You, you know, and and so uh, uh, around my dock and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I use it. Yeah, I, we, use, I use it a lot. We use it uh, to make the uh trails mm-hmm. in and out of deer stands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sure and uh so uh, that's one of the things that gerald always does and and he'll take that thing and he'll whack the the trail and then we'll come back later on and take the blower mm-hmm. and then blow out the leaves and the material so that you can be you can access enter and also leave your stand very quietly sure and it works great. Yeah, mm. yeah, it does. It works. Got to be careful that thing, though, man. Oh yeah, you do. You but, yeah, 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 yeah. That thing's no joke. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Top Gun. I feel a need for speed. What's going on, guys? Good morning, Top you Gun. Got the, uh, you got the speed. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, you were talking about American graffiti. And the kid that was talking to Wolfman Jack in the movie was Richard Dreyfus. Okay. And he was ah. and he and he was trying to meet the get him to help him meet the girl driving around in the white That's right. Oh, yeah, the white Thunderbird. And that was, yeah. and that and was Suzanne Summers. Correct wow. the moon job. Wow. That was really yeah. Suzanne Summers. It was. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Some talent in that movie. Yeah, that was a pretty good movie. Pretty good? What are you talking about? That was an outstanding movie. That was a great movie. And and you know who wrote and directed it? Who? George Lucas. The guy who did Star Wars. That's right. Wow. That's right. Wow. That guy. (laughs) You talk about talent. I mean, Mm -hmm. from American Graffiti to Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, buckets. He made it by the buckets. So what's been going on? What hasn't? It's been busy. Would you it, guys? It, it's been a it's been an awesome week for all of us. I can yeah, tell you it's that. been pretty it's spectacular. Great. That's great. That's great. A lot of fishing, huh? Fishing was good. I mean species. I mean from bull reds to I caught I caught a sailfish for the latest I've ever caught one in the season. I mean I've never yeah. caught one this late. Yeah. Ever. September? And that that I Never, well, hell, I don't even fish offshore. And the, and the story for it was just spectacular. I mean, it just, you know. I want like, to hear that. That's yeah. crazy. And then and then to go up in the river, and the bull reds are starting to pour up in the river and still caught kingfish this week. Big old giant Spanish. It was just, it was epic. Wow. I mean, it was epic. Mm. Hey, let me ask you a question. My brother asked me this, and I didn't know. Where, where are the shrimp now? Are they way up in the river anywhere? Is that? The river's God. loaded with them. Yeah, that's what it, they're that's everywhere. I've heard too. They're coming out. I, I they were popping by the dock this week, a couple wow. of times. Yeah. yeah, you can from Mayport all the way down to however far you go. There's shrimp. He lives everywhere. out in the San Marco area. There's tons of them. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. There were there were four shrimp boats working the ocean the other day when I came in on uh, I think Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Logs, I heard you on your football show. I think it was Thursday night. Uh huh. That's correct. That's uh, Jaguars uh, All Access. You you really do a good job. Well, you're, you're you, just, uh, you just like me, Top Gun. Yeah. Well, 
You you just make it but, where you you talk about a lot of things about key things about football that that's good for me that somebody that thinks they know everything about football and then I find out I don't. But but, <laughs> but, but Top Gun, listen, he did get majorly distracted this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> With the, with oh, the oh run. yeah, in the totally. kayak. <laughs> totally. In the kayak? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. I made it work, though. Hooked, yeah. You hooked a big tarpon? Yeah. Wow. Ooh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll, tell, I'll share the story here in a few minutes. Me and Kirk and Kevin, we yeah. all got some stories got to stories. share. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, you got a new sponsor, Duck Duck Rooter. Yes, sir. Correct. Yeah, so if you need so, plumbing and septic. I got... So I had to come up for with the, for the new sponsor a duck joke. Okay. So this uh, duck walks into a pharmacy, and he hops up on the counter, and the pharmacist says, "Can I help you?" And and the duck says, uh, "Yeah, I'd like to get a box of condoms." <laughs> and uh, oh no! And and Please. the pharmacist said. Uh, would you like us to put that on your bill? And he said, no, you idiot. If you did that, I'd suffocate. LTS, baby! <laughs> That's good. I like it. <laughs> That's good. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that really tickles me. <laughs> I see <Funny>. that. <laughs> Golly. Unbelievable. Oh. Kirk's easily entertained. Yes, he is. Clearly. <laughs> there's there's, there's, really there's no question. <laughs> Ask my wife. She'll say, yeah. she'll say yes. Mm-hmm. No, that Unbelievable. That's funny. No, that was very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I uh, want the story you of Sailfish. You on your yoga, Yeah, dude. yeah, Come give, on us, now. give us the yeah, Sailfish tell the story, story. Sailfish. So I had Archie uh, that calls a show all the time mm-hmm. in, in Ed Rock, and we fished uh, this week. I think it was Tuesday. And we come out of the inlet, and it's just – it's just bait everywhere. And I told the guys, I said, look, I've been on some big Spanish and, and he, he alluded to the fact that he'd like to catch some. And so I said, we got to go get bait. We, we popped out of the inlet. The guys told me, said, there are just hordes of mullet out here. So first thing we did is we stopped and I threw the net twice and loaded one of the live wells full of finger mullet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was that easy. So then we moved over a little bit and I saw some bigger, those 10 inch mullet. I thought, let's, Let's get a few of those through the net on those and put the 10 inchers in one of the live wells. So I had the small mullet for throwing around the rocks if we needed or mm-hmm. bottom fishing. Then I had the mediums that we could use to it's troll with right. tarpon fish mm-hmm. or troll with. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's go get some pogies. And so we ran down the beach towards Atlantic beach, got towards the AB pier and bang, there's a, there's a, <laughs> not a pogies. And I'm like, this, this is just too easy. Yeah, no doubt. Throw the net twice, get about five dozen pogies. And I said, let's go. So we popped off the beach and we get out there and I said, look, it's, the spot's been pretty good. I said, we'll just have to, you know, see what happens. Get there. There's nobody there. I'm the only one out in, in this particular area. Put two lines out and we weren't trolling for, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes Huge Spanish. Mm. I mean, I've been catching. Yeah, I, 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 I know that area very well. And I know yeah, the Spanish. Yeah, they're just giant, yeah. man. Just they, huge. They've always been there. I mean, just every year they yeah. just seem like so they're in there. weird. So we caught one that was very large and shoved it in the ice and in hopes that we would catch more. I think we got a second strike, and it turned out it was shark, you know, and then we get another shark, and then we get another shark. Uh, it was like, ah, 
Yeah. You know, the sharks are moving in and they're uh-huh, getting the bait. Those little cold water sharks. Yeah, little puppy yeah. sharks. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? We got to move. Mm-hmm. So we picked up and we ran to another area. And I told him, I said, let's put them out right here and see what we can come up with. So we, we pull up short. I put the baits out. And we're not there in 15 minutes, and I'm looking at the water. I'm going, God, this water in here is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beautiful. And we're talking. You know, I haven't talked to them in a while and seemed to get an opportunity to fish for them about once a year. And I was talking to Edwin about some of his new projects and what they were doing over at, the, over at Skeeter Ranch. And about that time, I looked back there, and I'm like, oh, my God. I said, look, 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 look. And I see the, I see the bill come up. I said, selfish, selfish, selfish. And Edwin grabs a rod, and the selfish grabs the bait, Turns his head, and when he does, Ed leans back on him a little bit, and he has him for a split second, and the hook pulls. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, man. I said, but I realize I've got a long bait back right. on a shotgun, so I jump up, grab the one out of the outrigger. And you and you got wire. And I've got right? wire. Yeah, yeah wire we've got 40-pound wire. Yeah. And then so I've always heard that sailfish don't like to eat wire. They will. No, they but they will. will. Yeah, okay. they will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If they're hungry, they're going to eat anything. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. But you'd like to have in a perfect world fluorocarbon, correct? I don't know. I've caught all mine on yeah, wire. I've caught all mine on wire, too. Okay. All yeah, of just them. Didn't know. So I pull the shotgun line up short, bring it in, and and I, I I hand it to him. I said, here, he's going to take it. And he grabs that rod. Sure enough, he reaches over, and, and, and I look back there. Now there's two of them. There's a little one and a big one. Two sailfish. Two sailfish. Oh. And they hit it again, and I don't know which one it is because you can see them going back and right. forth, and we miss him. A second time. And I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> so I'm right now I'm doing the Cobia Which, run is, around the boat. And you're, is, you're not taking the boat out of gear. No. no. Boat's still in no, gear. Boat's still in gear. Boat's still in gear. So I reach down in the live well, grab another pogie, pin it and on by the, the way, rod. This, ha- this, this happens a lot with sailfish. Right. you got to keep your senses right. about you. I'm you, serious. Yeah, you got to keep the boat in gear, keep the boat moving, yep. keep them following the boat. And so I, I feed out another rod back there and I, I feed it to him. And I'm hoping he's going to get it. And sure enough, he hits it the third time. And a hand rod to Ed, and he's on it for just a split second, and he spits the hook. Oh, what? No. Three times? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And by now, I'm going, unbelievable. I'm starting to get frustrated with myself. So pull the rod in real quick. We've got one laying in the deck that doesn't have a bait on it. One that's coming up doesn't have a bait on it. And we still got one real short one in the prop wash. And he's not coming in close to that. And I look back there, and I think, I see him again. I said, I told I told the guys I said he's still there, so I pin a bait on there, feed it back to him. I've got the rod this time, yep. and I see him eat it. When I see him eat it, I just drop the rod tip and let him have it. Yep. I pull a couple feet out and let him swim with it. I lift the rod and tighten it up, and he's on. And I just reach over and I hand it to Ed. Well, the short rod's down, and the dern. I'm trying to get the the rod out of the outrigger. To that, that's hanging on the side of the boat to Archie so he can get it out of the way. And I look over, and the sailfish is just greyhounding. And he runs right into the end of the line, and I'm going, I'm going to lose him. So I'm trying to scramble to get one rod over to Archie, <laughs> hand the rod to Edwin so he can fight the fish mm-hmm. and move the other one out of the way. And Ed keeps his cool, and we get it unwrapped, and the fish takes off, and he fights it for 40 minutes. God, Ooh, and I mean, minutes. he really did a good job with How it. How big? It's a big fish. I'd say big. 40, 50 pounds. Yeah. Really? Yeah, big, big Congratulations. That's, that's awesome. And yeah, it, that and to go well, through all that? Th- well, and the thing was, to see it happen, and it, you know, the whole thing after he fought it forever, Edwin would, I, I kept telling him, I said, I don't want to tighten the drag too much because they're small hooks. They're 3X hooks. If you tighten them too much on a big fish, 
they're going to bend them. Mm-hmm. So we get the fish up to the boat, and he's working it with his thumb, which I mm-hmm. thought was was really good. Mm-hmm. Not many people can do that. Oh, you no, know, they can't. Work a drag with their thumb. And, yep. and he would thumb it a little bit and work on the fish and then back off and let him let him run. We finally get the sailfish up to the boat, and I look down, and it's lassoed. Yeah, it's not hooked. Oh, it's no. not hooked. Oh, One no. hook is hooked the other yep. hook around the bill, and he is lassoed. And we're laughing, and I'm grabbing the bill with the gloves, and I can see those hooks kind of st- sticking out, mm. and I'm like, look. You got to be careful. Be careful, guys. Hand me the pliers. So right. Archie hands me the pliers, and I get the hook loose, and we free it, and we get a couple good shots of it. And, yeah, uh, great pictures. Pre-release it. I mean, I was like, God, that is just wild. I've never caught one that late in the season. No, 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 no. That's you know? that's really late in the season. But a pretty fish. Put on quite a show. Got some good pictures of it. Did a good release. You and, know, the, um, the the interesting thing is is that offshore, offshore. Pictures, by the way, that we're looking at, uh, they're up on our Facebook, Instagram page. So uh, check them out, folks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Offshore, offshore, this is the time of year. Right. You know, but but for us on the, 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 the party grounds, Hey, we were six miles off the beach. That's crazy. I mean, six awesome. miles off beautiful the beach. Beautiful pictures, Kirk. Yeah, beautiful. Good, good job yeah. on the pictures, yeah, too. Yeah, Archie you know? took the pictures. I, I didn't even have a chance to touch my camera. I was more worried about trying to get the fish to the boat. And, uh, and, and Ed, released, Ed, yeah. Ed Rock told me that's the first sailfish he ever caught, caught off northeast Florida. I've never caught one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I've never caught one. One of these days, yeah. one of these one days, days, one yeah. of these days. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, when we come back, we've got an LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And it's now time for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hire supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast to help your bottom line and your business continue without interruption. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's gear tip, i got a suggestion for all you men out there. <laughs> soap. <laughs> soap. Use soap and deodorant regularly. <laughs> Once a month if you need it or not. That's right. <laughs> yep. It is... Uh, it is called a immerse. Immerse. Do you know what immerse is, Kirk? Yeah, man purse. Immerse. This, I have one. Goes have right one. along well, with moves. The, you, you gave us one of these. Yeah, you gave us one. I know. Year. Yeah. We both have one. I, I use it yes. religiously. Don't you I'm like sure. it? I love it. I put all my stuff in it. Yeah. All right, so uh, <laughs> the ones that I got you mm-hmm. are the, the exact same one that we put up on the link. Mm-hmm. I mean, nowadays we, you know, back in the day... Oh, and I'm going back to the Shanana He Haul days, I guess, right? Right, uh-huh. yeah. You used to carry a wallet, and that was it. Yeah. I mean, but nowadays you got cell phones. Now and, you're talking about taking this thing outside of the woods? Dude, I wear, the, I have this, this is this is what I carry on a day to day basis. <laughs> Nobody sees me with mine. But That's why man. I call it a purse. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's a man your, purse. You lost your man card. Yeah. yeah. I, well, that's what I'm trying to keep this guys. Yeah. Uh, this I, this I, is going to allow minute, guys to keep their man car. Is, oh. yours, is yours black? No, I got the other color. You got the, the pink the, one, the khaki brown. <laughs> I got the uh, yeah, the khaki brown. Yeah, that's what yeah, I, that's I have. The what khaki I brown. I got the khaki brown. Yeah. Okay, fuchsia. So in in fuchsia. today's day and age, you know, you have a checkbook, you have a wallet, you have funny, earbuds, did, you did, have cell phones. Did you bedazzle yours, Jeff? A little sparklies. In some cases, some people might have a concealed carry. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. and uh, so the the need for 
Okay, and fanny packs don't work. Got okay, any lip gloss in there, that exactly. doesn't work. Uh, I actually have some lip balm, yes, for you know, for my lips get dry. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but it's th- this little highlighter over the shoulder sling pack, Merce. I call it a Merce. <laughs> is awesome, and it's not expensive. Don't laugh, Kirk. You use yours all the time. I'm Kirk, sorry. you got a man Chris, purse. Chris is just tickling me. Chris just tickles me to death sometimes. Have you seen Kirk wear his man purse? Yeah. Kirk has a man purse on a day-to-day basis. Do you all not? All the time. I got one with me right now. Yeah, so he uses it's a backpack. Him, it's called a backpack. Yeah. I carry it all the time. Okay, yeah. well, this is hey, a Jeff. sling pack. Right, yeah. Jeff, could you reach pack. in there and grab me some mascara? Yeah, get some <laughs> highlighter in there, some rouge. No, the, the, Do they do that when you I get on the TV? I they don't hit the powder puff. Yeah, I do, don't. They, do they make you put makeup on? Yeah, I wonder about that. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, come he on. does. He totally does. No, they don't make us put makeup on, but I choose to wear it. That's right. No. He brings his own. Oh, yeah. That's great. Tara, fix me up. Would you? Yeah. Just a little rouge around uh, the cheeks. Today's day and age yeah. high def TV and me hitting the age I am. I'll take a little bit of that. <laughs> you see this wrinkle I right here? Help I get. Can we get rid of that? I can tell you this. Hour? When you, uh, <laughs> if you guys have ever seen some of the some of the guys on TV, oh yes, oh my I mean they're putting it on with a butter knife. Oh yeah, brother. <laughs> I, there are some spackle. I, I'm like, really? You don't want to do a I close mean, up, man? I mean, flat out butter knife. Yeah, uh, and it's not looking good. But anyway, this uh, this man purse. <laughs> hey, I can tell you, by the way, when I worked for First Coast News, they never put a lick of makeup on me. Okay? No, yeah, so. no, and I, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Rebo Gear Tactical Sling Pack. Okay, is this man purse? The, mm-hmm. What I call a MERS. 25 bucks on Amazon, and here's the deal. That's all it was. That's all it was. See, well, I'd have felt a now. whole lot better about this if you'd have just called it a tactical sling pack. I'd have been... But it's what, a MERS. I mean, see, come on. See, you just I'm not, killed I'm not, it for me. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell the truth. And, and the cool thing is is that it's got a lot of compartments. So, mm-hmm. it means, so you can keep organized, yeah. you know, with your stuff. Mm. And uh, that's oh, you the got part that from Amazon. That I really love. Yeah, I got it from Amazon. That's one that I got one for you, Kirk, and one for yep. Kevin. And the Rebo. And the one that I got for you guys. Backpack military single shoulder strap. It's too small, I think, for a deer stand. It doesn't hold enough. I use it. I you use all, it? Yep, I put all my stuff. I, I like the yeah, little bit bigger it, one. It, it's it's a uh, it's plenty big enough. Okay, it's, I like it's a little bit bigger. It's taught me to really downgrade a little bit <laughs> as you well know i yeah you take the kitchen sink i look like gunga good. din going in for a month right. you know but I, gunga I, din i think there's only uh <laughs> like 18 left or something like that so uh if you're interested in yeah. in this merce and gunga it is it's, din. for some it's great for for a deer stand backpack yep and i, I just love the sling pack rudyard just, kipling man come on <laughs> oh my and this gosh. is not real big by what the way is this is um Probably, and I'm, and I'm trying to get an idea. You're doing a great job. I'm them. trying my best. <laughs> he he just dropped Rutyard Kipling on the show. I know. This and could be like the longest LV. Oh, hold on. Gosh, we're gonna, see, Chris, we're going to circle back on this and just, to that in just yeah, a second. Can we do a redo? Let me oh just finish. This sling, redo here. this sling pack is uh, 12 inches by 9.5 inches by 6 inches, so it's not real big. Right. And that's your LV Hires Inc. Gear to the Week. Oh, now, right. you mentioned a Merce, and then all of a sudden we got all cultured. Well, yes, we're going to talk about Rutger Kipling. <laughs> all right, so. Gunga Din. Somebody explain to me <laughs> what the reference was there with D- Dunga Din. Gunga. Gunga. Gunga Din. Gunga Din. I have no idea, but they got the t- 
giggling. Chris, do no. you you can stop the music, Chris? I said we're done with the LBs. <laughs> no, I, I, Your tip. I, I, Talk I'm about sorry. distracted. You can't even run the music. No, I can't. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Well, You're yeah, in the hits. You're in timeout, man. You started with the, the Merce, and then I get hit with Gunga Din and Rutyard Kipling. I'm just toast. <laughs> we have to fact check Kirk every now and again. Nothing. Yeah, Ooh. I'm fact checking right now. Please fact check Rudyard Kipling and Gunga Din. Gunga Din. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll find it. It's in there. Do you know what you're talking, Kirk? There's a lot of times you throw stuff out there and it's not even it's, close. Yeah, it's a Kirkism. It gets total Kirk. It's stuck Kirk. in the corners back there. You know? There's been some that it's say like that, that say that you speak your own language. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. There's no question. <laughs> oh, ask my wife; she'll tell you the same thing. <laughs> no, there's, there's no doubt. Do Just what? saying. Yeah. Do what? <laughs> so, Gunga Din okay. is the name of a poem penned by Rudyard, Rudyard Kipling. Kipling. Yeah, Ooh. and it's a and it's uh, from 1890, and it's about. Uh, it's set in British India. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what does it have to do with? So my, my point, my yeah, question is, yeah, what does it have to do with a man purse? Okay, so that's, that's, that's what I'm digging into right now. And I think if I'm right, okay, so it's a, it's a British soldier and uh, he's wounded in battle, mm-hmm. but he's an Indian water carrier. Mm-hmm. So I guess he yeah, was carrying water in his purse. In his purse, in his backpack. So Captain I, Kirk, I, so, I'm oh, yeah. wow! I, I, I am, I am a red man. Impressed. I'm we, impressed. Yeah. I like reading books. We need yeah. to. I like him books. I like books. I, that's mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm a book reader. Wow! Yeah. I love totally saying impressed. Gunga Din. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a break. Yeehaw! That's Give me some Rutyard. <laughs> Rutyard Kipling. Captain Kirk hit one. <laughs> He's yeah. a, a cousin. All of right. Mine. Hey, uh, folks, uh, if you're looking for a new vehicle, there's only one place to go, and that's the Nimnik family of dealerships, Chevrolet on Cassett and Buick and GMC, where they just got a huge uh, boost in inventory at Nimnik Buick GMC. And you always get a best price guarantee at the Nimnik family of dealerships. Uh, If you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. And Rutyard is Lester's cousin. All of our young listeners are turning the channel. I stand six foot eight when I'm completely unfurled. And to find a mate, I've looked all over this world. Then a store downtown advertised everything for us tall guys. And they had everything except tall girls. Let's steer the market for a Cadillac. Only one place to go, that's called Cadillac. And if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, go in and tell them what you're looking for at Claude Dolan Cadillac, and they'll take care of you. They'll find the exact car you want at the exact price. They're located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. And welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. We've got some great stuff on our Facebook, Instagram. Uh, William Inman sent me a picture of, uh, or sent us a picture of a little boy with a mullet holding it like a trophy. Oh, that's fantastic! Great picture. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, that is great. Ryan 
sent us this. He says, now I have to read Gunga Den. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Then you'll be a All because a of you, man. Kirk. Okay. Robert right. chimed in and said that uh, the Merce, he said, it sounds like a great item for the Hagen Gifton Forest Shop. The Merce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Robbie sent us a picture of a giant deer in Missouri. And, uh, folks, you can always send us stuff. Eric, what did Eric send us? He said, uh, yes. Sean Anna did play Woodstock in 1969. Yep. Oh, yep. they actually have it recorded. There's, it's on Spotify. So Kirk was correct. Yep, of course. Hey, Mr. Gunga Din, he's got a no shot. Two, ring, two ringy dingy. <laughs> he's on a roll. <laughs> two ringy dingy. Gold stars for Kirk. One, one ringy dingy. <laughs> one ringy dingy. Oh, anyway, all right. Uh, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented. By Duck Duck Rooter. Right, Favor, uh, you're on the board. I am on the board. In Georgia, you got a you got a doe with yes, your bow this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is um if you guys remember, I never pulled the bow back last year. Uh I, I still had um deer meat in the freezer. You had a rough one. I, yeah, I, I I actually had a great year. I mean, I killed a big buck, but I didn't need to kill any does, you know, and, yeah. and uh my preference, Jeff. Uh, if if I if I'm going to kill does, I like to kill them in September and October before the rut, um, just my likings. But it, it, I, I did take the bow with me uh, last weekend, obviously, and you know, kind of looking at the forecast, I I didn't like it. You know, I mean, it was going to be hot during the day, right? Um, but uh, I, so my my thinking was this year, and and, and I talked to Roger about it. We kind of put a plan together. Like first off. Um, you you have to take corn prices in, in, into your of what you're doing now because yeah. you can't corn everything. I mean, we can't. I mean, it's just too expensive. No, it's uh, it's it's not cheap. Uh, corn a couple years ago was five well, six dollars yeah. a bag. She was down yeah. like four fifty at yeah. Academy for yeah. a bag. Yeah. I'm just uh, so we're talking. Let's say just five or six dollars. Now it's double. You oh, know, it's easily doubled. A lot of yeah. places, yeah. it's ten to twelve dollars a bag, right. and that's a fifty-pound bag of corn. Right. So, I said, okay, we're going. So inflation we're, has hit even sure, even our world. No, no you question. Know, hunting and fishing and all that. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. So, so I, I told Roger, um, I said, we, I still had a barrel of corn left from last year. I said, let's 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 because we probably have fifteen bow stands. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's corn six. We'll corn three for a west wind and three for an east northeast wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I said, also, um, I, I, because I, I need to kill a couple does with my bow this year. I said, I don't want a corn where it's thick. You know, if, if, if you shoot a, a, a deer with your bow, I mean, at, at best it's a, it's still a 50, 60, 70 yard blood trail. Yep. And, and if she goes off into the thick stuff, thick stuff, it's tough. It's tough. Um, so we have this one stand. That I actually, and, and the only reason, there's no way if you guys saw this spot, you go, why are you putting a deer stand there? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's in a crazy spot. But I was turkey hunting a couple years ago, and I was sitting in this little pine thicket, in the, in, in, right on the edge of the cow pasture, barbed wire fence, and it's just like little scrub oaks in there. Mm-hmm. And, dude, the deer were everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. I went, and this is during turkey season. Yeah, you know, so you scouted I, it out. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm going to put me a, a stand right here. And it's a, it's, a, it's a great place to bow hunt because the trees are just very sparse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a little oak hammock, basically. And there's, but they, they live in that, that oak hammock. So I, I, I honestly, I, I, I was not going to hunt 
in the dead. Well, what'd you put in there? Put a ladder? Did you put a lock no, on? Lock on. Climber? Lock on in, in one of the pine trees in this. It's it's just literally it's just a little thicket of pine trees, and then it's cow pasture, and then it's a barbed wire fence. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so you there's 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 times when you got cows around you and stuff, but the deer don't seem to mind. Um, I woke. I told you guys earlier. I woke up on I, I, no way. I, I got up there on Sunday and Monday and did a lot of work, and it was hot. Yeah, and uh, I woke up on Tuesday morning early. I needed to to. Um, I had a bunch of stuff I had to do, but I woke, I walked outside and I'm like, oh, my, oh my god! I, and I walked back inside, and you know, you got a little temperature thing on the wall. Mm-hmm. It was it was 62 degrees, but it was 40 percent humidity, and it was northwest wind. So we had a little front come through, and it felt incredible. Mm-hmm. I worked all around the yard, <clears throat> had to run into town. I mean, I, I I never turned on the AC, and I I had a northwest wind, which was perfect for the stand that I mm-hmm. wanted to hunt all the way on the other side of the property. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go this afternoon. Have you been corning it? I've been corning it. Right. And, 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 and I, I, I told, I told, I told Carrie, I said, I'm, I'm going to try to find a specific doe that doesn't have fawns. Um, you know, because you, you've always got those three or four does in your pictures that don't have fawns. Mm-hmm. And, and, and lo and behold, this, this, this one spot that I wanted to hunt, it had a lone doe uh, every evening. She was in there by herself, mm-hmm. you know, and she was beautiful. I mean, like in tip-top shape. And I told Carrie, I said, "I'm, I'm going to go this evening and hunt that hunt that doe." I got in at six twenty. You know, there's no reason to get in there before that. Never broke a sweat. I mean, it was that, that northwest breeze was just like nice. It was like AC. Yeah. And the 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 coolest thing about this spot is that I. I it, I told you it's 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 sparse um, oak trees, little scrub oaks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can't see the Very whole far. deer, but you can see legs. Yeah, walking through there and uh, seven fifteen, I see legs coming. You know, and I reach behind me and I, I got time. You know, grab my bow, clip the release on, and she comes to the barbed wire fence and she's by herself. And she she takes her time, you know, and your heart beats, you know, getting up How there. How far away is the the barbed wire fence? The barbed wire fence is thirty five yards. Okay. Oh, so yep. you're she's getting close. Yeah. yeah. You're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm you know I'm I'm set. And uh, she she comes through the barbed wire fence, and I'm like, just don't you know, don't get in a hurry. She's she's calm, you know. She has no idea. I mean, this is one of those stands. If they don't smell you. They're not going to see. Oh, and you got a good breeze. That helps. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a northwest yeah. breeze. It's, it's right on my face. I mean, she's not going to she's not going to smell me. And she fed for but a breeze to hide the noise too. Yep. You know that if you're drawing or any yep. kind of movement that uh, yep. having having a breeze is always a good yeah, thing. Yeah, you have to you have to to, to bow hunt. hunt. Yep. Yeah, because I shoot a whisker biscuit and it does make a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, of when sh- you pull that thing back, yeah. they hear it. Man. Yeah. So she 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 fed to about 25 yards, and I was waiting on her to. To, I wanted that perfect shot, and she stuck that right leg forward to eat, and when she did that, I drew. And when I when I drew, I, I'm like you, Jeff. I don't stand up. Mm-hmm. You know, I sit down and I drew, and my elbow hit the tree. Oh. <laughs> you know, so it was, it was no big deal. I just adjusted like like just a tiny little bit, and and this is as a bow hunter. This this whole moment is is so weird, but it's 
magical when you let that arrow go and you just hear that pop and you see where it went right behind her shoulder you're like dead deer dead deer yeah. you know and and she I, I, this was 7:20, and I really wanted to. I, I did not want to blood trail her in the dark. I know you're supposed to wait 30 minutes, but I was very confident with the shot. And so, I waited about five minutes. I packed all my stuff up, and I went down and got my arrow um, cleaned through, and it had blood from one end of it to the other end. And I sent you guys a picture that obviously we can't post. But I was looking on the ground, which is kind of ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you know, I know. I mean, it, it, it's a cool picture. You know, you know but, here's the crazy thing: you you go on Twitter, Facebook, and all this stuff. They got some crap on there, and they're letting they're taking pictures of somebody that has a deer, yeah, down because there might be a spot of blood, and, and yeah, they're, where they're allowing fights and all this other. Yeah, but you can show crap. the Walking Dead. All this yeah. stuff and stuff that we're seeing. I mean, yeah. come on. But come on, I, I was, I had, you know, Jeff, you're trying to your blood trail. I found a couple drops. So I was trying to find where she crossed the barbed wire fence. Um, and, and I'm looking down, I'm looking down. All of a sudden, I look up on the post, and the post is painted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> went, well, oh, you're good. Yeah, yeah you're good. And, 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 and literally, she went 25 yards past that. There's a power line right there. She died right in the middle of the power line. Drug her on the other side of the fence, went and got side by side. I was back and cleaning her before dark. Well, yeah, and nice. here, here's the and, one thing. And by thing, the way, it's went, hot. Yeah. You know, so getting them yep. cl- taken care of, mm-hmm. processed, whatever you want to call it, in a quick fashion is imperative. Yeah. So, well, if, yeah, you want to preserve the, the, the meat. Yeah. By know? the way, she weighed 127 pounds. That's a big one. That's, that's a, a good one. That's a, that's that's a, a big dough. dough. That's a that's big dough. That's a really big dough. Yeah. So it was all clean. It good was shot, too. So, yeah, it was, it, 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 honestly, it was a perfect shot. I mean, she went 45, maybe 50 yards at the most. That's awesome. Yep, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. It, it was like last year, like I said, I never pulled the bow back. Um, but one for one this year. One for <laughs> one on the board. First one on the board, yep. favors up. All right, yep. tell, let's take a break. Uh, we come back, we're going to talk to Lester. And, uh, folks, don't forget uh, that uh, if you're in St. Augustine and your stomach is starting to gurgle a little bit here this afternoon, Moe's Southwest Grill. It's got a solution to your hunger pains. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to join us this morning here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter, you can give us a call at 904-641-1010. This is not hee-haw or sha na no. no, it is not. Any that, guesses? That is for certain. Um... Give me a second. Yeah, you got it. Uh, Journey? Nope, not Journey. The keys are messing with you. The guy playing keyboards usually plays guitar. I give up. This is I'll Wait from Van Halen from 1984. Ah, should have known that. Should have known that. Should have I mean, known that. I've like had every Van Halen album that there is. You know Van Halen. Come on. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And let's go to the phone lines and bring up a great American. Great American. Lester. How you doing? Come How on, are buddy. you doing? 
Man, guys, long time no call. I was kind of wondering, you know, I was, and I, in fact, I was on the way in this morning going, you know what? When's the last time we had some big uglies on this well, show? I was going to actually text you guys Uh-oh. yesterday. When's the last time G made us breakfast? I don't know. Uh-oh. Been a while. No, yeah. no, no marshes, no marshes, deer sliders, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I think the Hall of Fame Club actually has certain requirements. I agree. Yeah. I yeah. 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 Yeah, for renewal. Well, apple yeah, uglies. For renewal. Yeah, those, right. apple, those apple uglies are hard to beat. Uh, I, would, I, would, I would say a minimum of five times a year. Threes. Threes. He's on a campaign trail, you know. Oh, yes, well, I, yeah. I was, I, I was on point there for a lot of years. No, I, you are. I'm just right around you, the corner. You, I'll, uh, you, I'll hook you up here. You soon. are a total <laughs> politician. Yep. There's no question. Well, you know, the elections are coming up in November. You know, we need some good candidates mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Yeah, there you go. Man, I tell y'all what, I was coming down Beach Boulevard past Curry Thomas, and I heard something about man person. I looked down at the radio and made sure I had it on the right station, looked up in that big cemetery right there. All the old timers were standing out by the road, coming to come out the grave, said, No man person. <laughs> It's called, it's, called a, it's called a merce, right, Lester? Okay. Now you yeah. got to remember, he wears tights. Correct. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's hey, true. when you that's got true. it, flown it. <laughs> that's what now, my mom I, used to say. <laughs> you got it? I, I will admit, the other day I seen a guy one that looked pretty cool. You know, it, it sort of looked like a hiker. We call it a merce. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Lester, Lester pretty, trust pretty me, cool. Lester, if I gave you one of these one of these Mercers, you'd be like, man, this is sweet. You wear it all the time. And you would use it cool. all the time. It's kind of like a man's ear. Man, yeah. They do look pretty cool. <laughs> man's uh, ear. I, I, I will. <laughs> man's ear. The one, the one thing that it's definitely gives you a little bit Only of cover on these that Mercers ear, is that you have the Velcro part where you can Velcro, you know, like your hooks American flag or yeah. whatever you wanted to put on. What do you want? It. Hooks or Velcro? So it's, it's like it's you going. know how Amazon has those frequently bought together things that yeah. you scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> the man, the man's here. Man's here, right. man. <laughs> you should also try this. <laughs> I, hey, I'm not kidding y'all. In, in all seriousness, I was at Lowe's and I was fixing to get out and I was wanting to listen to the tape and y'all started talking about. Man, person, and here I was all last. I didn't call Kevin. I was like, I want to hear Kevin's deer story. And I turned the radio on. There's man mercies on there. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> funny. You know, it's, yeah, it, it is what it is. That's right. It I is never know. Hey, I'm not afraid to talk sure. about it. I mean, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. I'm not afraid to talk about the underwear. I mean, look, guys, got to be able to talk about stuff. You know, I mean, come on, Lester. Hey, Amen. We have a platform. Yeah, no, I agree with that's you. That's right. Underwear, yeah. yeah, we try to be. Amen. Just certain. Oh. Uh, have any of y'all, uh, Marcia and I had some, she finally was trying hers. I talked her into uh, sharing a snapper throat with me. Have you ever had them, Kevin? No. Grouper throats or anything like that? They are West fried up. They are awesome. What, what is it? What are we Buddy, talking about? What do you mean by snapper? What is, are you, cut you, take a, you take, Jeff, uh, you pull up the gill plate. I mean, pull up the uh, outside of the gill, you know, where you see the gill plate. Yeah. And about halfway up the gill plate is a hinge. Cut through that hinge and back down to the chin on both sides, and you just whoop, it falls right out, and you cut right underneath the chin, and you got a group. Yeah, some people call it fish, che- uh, fish cheeks. Yeah, and some people. No, fish, no, fish, no, this fish, fish, are, fish cheeks are in the is, cheeks. So okay. seriously, yeah. so this is between the pectoral fins right. towards the gill plate. 
Okay. So that little that little yeah. triangle right there. Right. Okay. And yeah. a lot of guys will actually just leave down on the, the bottom. Pe- yeah, down on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I leave the scales on and everything. Yeah. You put I've them seen... on the grill and they're like a bowl. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I've seen people leave the pet fins and everything. Die. Hmm. Yep. They are they are the best eating. And uh, it's just like eating chicken, you know, well, no well, no fine well, bone. Why 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 can't you bring that in with the apple uglies? That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, because why, uh, why can't because you do I'm that with, with with redfish or a sheep's head? You can. Yeah, you yeah. could. Buddy, you could. You can do a sheep head. head. Okay. All right. I've done them with sheep head. I've done them with redfish. I've done them with cobia snapper and grouper. Oh my lord. Okay. The next Brother, time I clean a redfish or something, I'll I'll try. You want to try? Yeah. Kevin, you will die, man. Just leave the fins on it. And there's a couple little little red pockets at the bottom of the throat that are about as big as your thumbnail mm-hmm. just scrape those off you know like you like if you were cleaning yep. the brim and leave the hide on it buddy and season it how you want put a little butter on it some garlic whatever you want and stick it on the grill son you'll get there in all your restaurants like in Apalachicola, mm. st george island and all yeah. that all your seafood restaurants got group throats and snap throats but uh, i thought i'd let y'all know about that yeah I mentioned it before on the show years ago, but I've heard you talk but, uh, about it before. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. But uh, great seeing you on uh, Kevin. Did you see that buck I sent? You? I did. That was that was a be- beautiful deer. That's a fine deer. He's in a patch. We call it a long patch. Yep. But uh, you know how they do. He'll disappear. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All, 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 right, all of mine have disappeared. It's 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 really interesting. Right, we appreciate Lester. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, buddy. All right. Uh, hey, by the way, you guys are laughing at the man purse thing, and uh, Daniel chimed in, said it. Uh, he uses it for his kayak fishing bag. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, technically, we were laughing at you. Well, I know. And then yeah. Thomas yeah. chimed in, said, "I got a similar one. I use it on hikes with scouts. Use it for my conceal at work. And brown is actually a manly color." LOL. You're the one who called it a man purse. Yeah, we, we you called, called it a backpack. Yeah, oh, we like a, sling a tactical sling. Yeah, it's a tactical sling. It's a, it's a man purse, and it's just, you know, just admit it. I mean, come on. I, like I guess it's all according to what you're using it for. Well, I mean, it's walking right. in the woods, it's yeah. not a man purse. No, that's it's a, a tactical, tactical sling. sling. Yeah. But when yeah. you're using it for your for your TV show makeup, it's a merce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We come back. I got a story to share. Okay. Okay. The first, uh, the maiden voyage into the ocean from the sand was quite interesting, and we will talk about that right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Yeah, this one's new. I found this gem. Is that a chainsaw? It is a chainsaw. This is this is from a band called Jackal. It's the Lumberjack is the name of the song, and they actually find this is no joke. They find chainsaws that run in the key of G, so that when they when they goose them up, they're in tune, and they play them live. They use them live. <laughs> you reckon they got a chain on them? No. <laughs> no, 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 because the Jackal Boys do a lot of drinking. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would not be a good combination at all. But hey, yeah, yeah, they take them on the road. Hagen uh, Coastal Outfitters got a little gathering on November 5th out in 
McClenny Glen St. Mary. That's the Hagen Coastal Outfitters new store. Okay, Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside the Hagen Ace out there. And for the first, I think, thousand people that are going to be there with a, with a qualified purchase, you get a swag bag that's going to be worth quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to put a dollar value on it. Mm. And uh, you're going to pre-register, so but you have to be there to win it. And thousands and thousands of dollars, like four or five kayaks people are going to win, grills. I mean, they got all kinds of things that people are going to win at this event. So we will, as soon as the sign-up is ready, we will let you know. But just mark it on your calendar, November 5th, for Hagen Coastal Outfitters grand opening out there in McClendon Glen St. Mary. So and that's a lot of people say, well, Glen St. Mary and McClendon. Well, they're kind of the same. They're really close mm-hmm. together. So I'll always say it's kind of both. So anyway, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. So this week, last week, I was watching as there were some mullet getting attacked by different fish and i could see it and there was glass minnows too well monday i'm doing my work on monday doing some film stuff and getting it ready for for broadcast stuff during the week and i'm finished up on a phone call and while i was on that phone call i looked out and i'm like god why they're getting hammered and i said you know what i'm gonna go i I mean i can go for an hour so it was a challenge from the standpoint, I threw my bathing suit on, made a quick game plan, said, I'm not taking anything. I'm not taking any phone. I'm just taking – and I use Terrace Kayak because it's a little lighter mm-hmm. to, to maneuver. Mm-hmm. It's the Salty 120 Old Town. And I've got a set of wheels, so you can put the kayak on a set of wheels and you drag it. Uh-huh. Roll it out to the beach. Roll it out to the beach. Well, right. there's steps involved, and so that was a little bit of a challenge. Yep. And all I take is the kayak, the pedal drive. Did not take a paddle, which I sh- – should have that yeah. was a mistake because yeah. if something happens to your pedal drive i would have been paddling by hand and that, that would have been cool that would have <laughs> been, been interesting that would have been interesting exactly and then i took one rod and i had a bomber long a todd onto that ready to go and then i took a bag that had some uh, line cutters a few more extra lures that i was that i could switch to in case they didn't want to beat uh, eat the, the bomber long a and then some extra fluorocarbon so I had talked to Kayak Mike, uh-huh. right? Yeah. If you need to learn how to do something kayak-wise, you talk to somebody whose nickname is Kayak Mike, right? Yeah. He's done plenty of it. He's done plenty of it. So I uh, dragged the kayak out and got everything secured, the the dry bag, got it secured in the back under the bungee cord, got the fishing rod in the in the rack, and then the pedal drive is up. I walk it out to where now I can be in a certain depth of water to lower the pedal drive. Right. And at this point, the white water, the waves have already broken or coming in, yep. and they're kind of dying out, so it's not bad. And I'm looking, and th- 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 this is epic waves. I mean, these are, Kirk, what do you think on Mondays? Oh, How shoot. big were those waves? It was four to sixes. Sixes, yeah, four yeah. to six. I was thinking six on the big ones. Yeah. yeah. You picked a hell of a day to go out. I know. Jeez. But I just, I couldn't take it, man, <laughs> seeing all these fish feed <laughs> like <laughs> that. I was like, well, you right. know, you got to go. Right. Can't help it. So I time it out. I, I jump into the seat and I start pedaling. And now I'm looking at these four to six foot waves and I've butt. got to find a way to get out past them. Mm-hmm. And so I start pedaling and I get to a point I'm like, oh no, that one's really big. And so I just kind of stay there for a second. And then when it breaks, now I start pedaling through the white water. Like Mach 5. And it's by that point, it's it's not bad, you know, a little splash yep. up over, yep. you know, but nothing bad. 
And then I'd pedal real hard because I got a gap for the next wave. And all of a sudden, here comes the next wave. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to make it. So now I start pedaling backwards. Backwards, backwards, backwards. backwards. No way. No, you uh, didn't. Did you really? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I'm going oh, backwards. Geez. And it breaks. And then all of a sudden, now that it breaks, I'm like, okay, it didn't break on me. Now I start pedaling. And when I did, I went through the white water. And this is where it's still pretty thick. And yeah. a little bit more, a little bit comes in. Oh, yeah. And then I start pedaling again. Hard, 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 hard. And one's going to break. And I didn't make it. Okay, this thing broke right in front of me. Oh. And literally my legs up to my belly button as I'm sitting on this kayak is underwater. And the kayak popped right out through it, man. It just popped right up. Wow. Yeah. You know, self-draining sit on top kayak. Buoyant. It just popped right up. And now I'm like, all right, now you really got a pedal. Now yeah. I'm because I got another way and, and, coming. And you got water. And I got water in right. it. The water goes out of it quick. Okay. Now I'm pedaling for my life because now there's another five foot wave coming and I it it, it might throw me backwards. Yeah, see, that's yeah. where the paddle could have helped you, giving you more giving me more juice. Because I could have yep. been pedaling really? and paddling, paddling and locked the rudder, but you gotta have rudder control. You know, so that's the nice thing. About these pedal drives that 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 when you pedal on that thing and you get on it pretty good, mm-hmm. I mean it it'll it'll scoot, you know, yeah. and that little salty thing's a little bit more agile than the big water one thirty two that I have is. Mm-hmm. And so man, I also I crested the next wave before it broke and it was a big whew, I made it. I'm outside. And I'm out I'm outside the I'm break. Outside, baby. But I kept going. Right. Yeah, I kept going. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to so, get, so get outside. So I, I, I do have to ask you something. I can tell you my rear end was puckered up. <laughs> well, in the back of your mind, fishing the whole time, it's epic. In the back of your mind, you're like, how am I going to get in? Well, I, I mean. Yes. Yeah, okay. But I had had a conversation because when me and Mike were talking about how he would fish the bait pods, et cetera, and I was like, uh, so any other tips? He goes, have you thought about how you're going to get in yet? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And he said, look, you got to go backwards. Right. I said, like, okay, makes sense. You know, because you want to keep your, your bow of the kayak into the wave so you can see them for one. Right. Number can two. Can I ask a stupid question? Yeah. It, it Can you go as fast backwards as you can forwards? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he wanted you to keep your back to the beach. Correct. And face the waves. Huh. Correct. So we'll get to that in okay. a minute. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay so now I'm outside the right. break. And and I start looking around, and, and, and the crazy thing is, is that there's mullet everywhere. Yeah, bazillions of them. I mean, it's ridiculous. It right. It's stupid. Uh, and under the kayak, and I've never seen that many mullet ever. Mm-hmm. Never. And so there's a lot of things going on because there's fish feeding in the mullet, but then there's pogey pods that are out that are also getting fed off. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And so my first thought is, is that I'll have a better chance of trying to catch a tarpon in a, in a pogey pod than I will... Mm-hmm. In the mullet, that's Great. they're constantly moving. That's so smart. my first attempt, I went out and probably you know quarter mile, half mile off the beach, and I was hitting these different pogey pods. Problem is, is that they were just kind of scattered. Yeah. So you know it's here and it's there and it's right. here and it's there and so I said, all right, now I'm going to come back in. But the problem, kind of with the mullet too, is that they're pretty close to the breakers. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the breakers. Yeah. So you're like, oh, well, you know, so. So I, I kind of went up and down the beach, and I'm working probably about a mile and a half, two-mile area up and down the beach, you know, and, and pedaling, checking things out. And I've, you know, made some casts. You know, you get a blow up here, and you cast into it, and blow up there, and you kind of get there and then throw late, you know. Nothing's really happening. I just start just stopped, and I said, you know, just, just pay attention and look. It was interesting in that now all of a sudden I'm noticing this run out. And this run out, which we talk about from a fur, surf fishing standpoint, 
is that, you know, if you can find a run out, you can catch a lot of fish, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this run out almost created a barrier to the mullet that were moving south down the beach. Yeah, it's a rip coming mm-hmm. off the beach. It's yeah. a rip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, a rip, whatever you want to call it, run out. So these mullet are coming down the beach, and then they hit this rip, and it jacks them up. Mm-hmm. That's where the tarpon were consistently feeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, waiting for them to stop. Hesitating. They were waiting for them to come to that point to get mm-hmm. a little discombobulated, and then, wham, they were hammering them. Right. And I finally saw, you know, after, a pattern. After, yeah, a pattern mm-hmm. kind of revealed itself. And I said, all right, well, I'm going to go over there. Well, now the challenge is, is to not get too close so the wave ain't breaking you over. Right. And I had one feed right next to me, and I cast it right in the hole, nothing. Another one, feed, nothing. Cast another one. I said, this time I'm going to do a little different because I was casting, and as soon as it hit the hole, I'd start to whine slowly. Well, this time I cast it out after a fish fed pretty close, and I literally threw it in there like immediately Throw it right into the hole. Right. And kind of like we've talked about before with that bomber long A and just twitch, let it go. Twitch, let it go. Slow reel. Bam. Crushed it. it. I set the hook and I got the drag too Too light. light. (laughs) Uh. Oh, no. And next thing I know, he goes airborne and here I am looking. At, at a, a bomber long A. At a bomber long A in his mouth. Coming back at you. At and he shakes five. his head twice and it comes out. Mm. And then it lands between me and him. And I went. <sighs> Darn it. Thank you, Lord, for the, for the hit. Right. Yeah. Because it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But man, I wanted to catch him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would have been cool. And uh, I stayed after it again, and then that rip, that little run out kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And then, then it was back to being to where they were scattered. Mm-hmm. And I launched again on Wednesday and tried the same thing, and it was just so here and there. Yeah. And then the wind hard. switched out of the north, and I was right. like, "Man, I got to get back in." So anyway, right. now I got to go back in, mm-hmm. and I uh, got to go back and do some work and stuff. And so I said, "All right, this is going to be interesting." Kayak Mike said, "Go backwards." Okay, I'll go backwards. Okay, so when do I start turning around to go backwards? And so I said, "Well, with this pedal drive, it's pretty cool. You can go backwards all you want." So I. You know, got to a certain point where I'm outside the breakers and got to where I wanted to put it on the beach and wait and, for a lull. And I and I sat like there, a madman. And I got my uh, point of the kayak, the the bow of the kayak pointing to the east, and I started pedaling backwards. And I'm watching the waves, and then all of a sudden here comes a wave, and I would stop pedaling and let it go. And then all of a sudden I would start pedaling backwards again. And literally, you just timed it out mm-hmm. to where you were trying to stay in that sweet spot to where you were yep. not going to have a wave break on you. So you, you timed out where you get in as close as you can and you find that little lull and then you backwards paddle. And then you still had a couple of situations to where the white water was coming. When it did, you pedal forward right? You to keep it. your bow right in. You dump it. No, you didn't no, dump I, it. no I stayed in the whole time wow. and I got all the way into about to where the point, the waves are just kind of the white water's dying down and it's just gently going towards shore. And I thought it was about, thigh deep and then i'd just slide off and stand up and then drag the, the kayak in and the, 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 the one thing that was a little kind of a surprise was when once you start going in you still got a little ways to go to pull this kayak in this kayak weighs 100 pounds mm-hmm. it ain't like you're sitting there toting a surfboard in this mm-hmm. surf and it's easy to kind of handle mm-hmm. this is a heavy thing that you're trying to to hold on to and then you've got current pulling it out mm-hmm. and waves pushing it, it in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And so you had to pay attention to, to this thing. And uh, But I got it in, and 
you know, it was cool and it was maiden voyage and it was awesome. And I can't wait the next year to where maybe get out in a pogey pot or, or do whatever. But, uh, so you could, awesome. I've often wondered with those things. Can you, if, if the waves are like that, can you swim out with it? How are you going to get, get it? And, yeah, yeah. And how can you get in it if you're in deep water? Well, you can get in it. I mean, it's, there's a, there's a technique to that. Right. And uh, there's videos out there on YouTube where you can look at the videos if you wanted to swim it out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, that would be really a big challenge. I mean, trying to swim a kayak out yeah. there that weighs 100 pounds. I guess you can move faster yeah, in the kayak yeah, than you yeah, can yeah. swimming with Yeah, trying to swim that thing? Like Shoot. a surfboard, yeah. yeah. I, but I can tell you, that pedal drive is it's pretty fast and pretty powerful. You know, and, and the Hobies have the same kind of thing. They've mm-hmm. got the fins. I like the propeller because here's the one thing that, and I was thinking about this, if you had a Hobie, because Hobie has different model pedal drives, but it's not a, it's a, it's a flipper thing, mm-hmm. you know? You'd have to pull on this thing to get it into reverse. Right. So if you were trying to go from forward to reverse on a Hobie at that moment, all of a sudden, you're, it, you know, you're, every split second counts when mm-hmm. you're around the waves. Yeah. I don't want to worry about, am I in forward or am I in reverse, and do I pull this thing to right. go to yeah. reverse? Whereas on the old town, you pedal forward to go forward, you pedal backwards to go backwards. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a little comforting there. Keep it simple. Yeah, and yeah. I can tell you that, you know, now that I've done that, I have, two, I have two goals. I mean, my goal has always been to catch a tarpon from the kayak on the beach, whether it be a pogey pod or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I and I still have that goal because I haven't accomplished it yet. And I've caught tarpon from the kayak, but I want to catch one on the beach. I think I'm going to try to catch a kingfish that way. Oh, sure you can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that'd be cool. No, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, right. I know plenty of people who caught yeah. kingfish on the beach. Catch a kingfish from yeah, the, from the kayak? Yeah. Just yeah. troll, right? I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. That'd be fun. It'd be fun yeah. to try to oh, do that. would be a scream. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it. A ch- I'm gonna give it a shot. You know, yeah. Why not? Anyway, my kayak story from the week. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. And don't forget, folks. Okay, at the uh, Nimnik family of dealerships, you get a best price guarantee. And right now, the Buick and GMC dealership has a ton of selection. They just got a huge shipment in of GMCs and Buicks. And you can go online to Nimnik.com to check out the complete inventory. But you always remember at the Nimnik family dealerships, you get a best price guarantee, and that is why they have been in business since 1941. If you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Now it's time for your... Ring power tip of the week, and um, I, I was I was thinking about this yesterday, Kirk. It, it, we've had a a lot of northeast winds. Yep. Okay. And and Jeff, Kirk, when I fished on Thursday, um, you you got to think about Saint Augustine. It's totally different, Kirk. That that inlet on a northeast wind is just it's impassable. I mean, it's it's oh, it can be tough. It, it's really ugly. Yeah, it can really be tough. And, and those tarpon. We're tucked right against the rocks with a 15-mile-an-hour wind out of the northeast. It's If you have one little hiccup with the motor, you're done. Yeah, you're, 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 in in, you're in the rocks. It's, yeah. it's just too dangerous. It's not worth it. So your next best option for us are the bridges. Um, during the mullet run, you, you, you think about it, that those, those, those mullet have to go through those pylons and those fish just sit there underneath those bridges wait. and wait for them to funnel right through there. And all the bridges work. Um, the, the, the Volano Bridge, 
the Bridge of Lions, and the 312 Bridge. Wow. You know, you'll, you you can find fish during the mullet run on all those bridges. Main Street Bridge. Oh, Main Street. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 that's that's my point. I mean, it's 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 a yep. great place to, to stay out of the wind. Yep. You know, you can you anchor up very easily. And here's the other thing, Kurt. Tide doesn't matter. It, you know, this time of year. They'll have their nose in the current whether it's coming in or going yeah, I out. I mean, you remember yep. when, when, when you and I used to fish the, the, the Volano Bridge this time of year all the time. I yep. think they love the shade, too. I think I, they I do, too. Do. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Just get in front of it and feed the bait back to them. Yeah. They keep their nose right in the current. Yeah. You know, I, I always had a huge advantage when I had a flats boat because I would fish the Bridge of Lions for tarpon. Mm-hmm. And I would fish those, those last spans. And when I hooked a fish, I could go underneath the span. Mm-hmm. I can't do that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So you either got to hope the fish comes back towards you, which is not likely, right. um, or you just break the fish off, or you don't fish those spans. But if you've got a boat, a, a as you get boat, under without a t-top or something, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, the 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 Volano Bridge has just been on fire. I I I, I sent you guys some pictures. Um, one of them was with uh, Captain Chip Wingo fishing. Uh, a, a bridge somewhere around Nassau, and then there's uh, the Bridge of Lions. Uh, uh, this time of year is, is so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's redfish, it's jacks, it's flounder, oh, yeah. it's tarpon. I mean, yep. it's 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 a fantastic time. So if you if you want to get out of the wind, and you still want to catch fish, fish around the bridges this time of there year. There you yeah, go. So, That's yeah. your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Don't forget at Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store, the youngest fleet in the industry, which is the most dependable. In the industry, go to ringpower.com and learn more. All right, let's go to the phone lines. 904-641-1010. Aaron's got a food plot question. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you this morning? Morning, good. Aaron. Good. good. Hey, uh, just a quick question. Um, some circumstances changed with where I'm able to hunt this year and uh, got some family land that I'm going to give a try. But the area that I'm going to be hunting, it's very low on sunlight. It's just a bunch of tall timber and you know, good good oak trees, so that's good for the acorns. But is there anything you know of that'll grow with minimal sunlight that I could start on? I know it's late, but things just kind of changed last minute. Oh, like how minimal are you talking about? Um, I'd say a good four hours of the day, at least when it's close to over the top, then it gets pretty decent. But anything with about two hours after daylight and about two hours before sunset, it's uh, it's a little hard to see any sunlight on the ground just with all the trees and the coverage i think it'll be fine Uh, a lot of times when you have a a little spot that's like that which uh, i think we all have them that uh, a lot of times they actually can do better because they don't get burnt i I agree with you and that the moisture stays better back in the woods where you got a little bit of shade and there's enough sunlight that will get down there to where you can get some things to grow and here's the other thing you know is the uh, foliage starts to wane off a little bit in the fall, the better that that's going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so what plants are you considering? Well, that's, that's the other thing. I'm not really, uh, where's the, where's the land at first off? Uh, it's actually Northeast Florida. So, okay. Yeah. Thing that you'd recommend that'll turn the deer, deer, uh, from being nocturnal for one and come on in, then, then I'm all ears. Well, for this time of year, North Florida typically has some pretty sandy soil. It's hard to beat rye, um, and for me, that's that's there's, what I would there's plant. different rye though. Yeah, Ren's not, rye, not, not not the rye you go buy at Home Depot. No, no. you want to go buy Ren's rye. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like like W R E N S. Yes, Ren's rye. Okay. That's the that's the one you want to get. Yep. Which uh, that right. works really good in sandy soil. You if you want to try 
clover to, works good too. Yeah, but clover takes, I mean, takes so long. It's not even going to be able to be something that gets huntable until like springtime. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so, I mean, if you wanted to do something for, for turkeys there, yeah, that might be a possibility. But the one thing I think that some people don't do that we do, and I say we, uh, me and Kevin and some other people that I know, we actually plant and mix in some warm season plants with our fall planting. So, for example, uh, I'm mixing in 250 pounds of soybeans in with a thousand pounds of oats and wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so for for you, why not, Aaron, to put in some soybean or iron clay peas or you know some buckwheat? I mean, you can and buckwheat is I think is one of the great plants that there is, and it's yep. easy. It germinates fast. It'll well, you can buy. You can actually go to somebody's feed store. It'll and grow get that. on a turd. Yeah, well, you, I mean, yeah. you can get that buck blend. It's got all right. that seed in it. Yeah, I, I heard about those clay peas as well. I just usually where I've hunted in the past, um, at least recent years, I try to stage between a, a natural food source and um, you know the water and the bedding areas and stuff like that. So this is the first time where I'm working with a little bit more of a condensed amount of land and just trying to find something to bring them to where I'm going to be. You know. Yeah. How much? Uh, how much you looking to plant? Uh, I'd like to do. A little, probably about an eighth of an acre at least. Uh, eighth of an acre, standard feed and seed, man. I mean, standard okay. feed and seed in yep. town has got, uh, just walk up in there and talk to those guys. I mean, they, they've been doing this for a long time. And a lot of times when you try to buy a mix or a blend, cost you an arm and a leg, they actually mix and blend it themselves. So they're basically opening up a 50-pound bag of seed of this and a 50-pound bag seed right. of that, and then they're putting it together, and they would, you know, and if you just tell them, hey, look, you know, here's where I'm at, here's what I'm looking to do. You know, the guys from the outdoor show said, hey, you know, maybe some rye and then throw in whether it be soybeans or buckwheat, I mean, so- something that's a warm season mix to throw in there with it. Uh, they'll take care of you. They, they're great people. Yep, absolutely. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you all. Okay, Aaron. Yeah, I actually uh, have in the past mixed in buckwheat in my fall planting. This year, I'm switching it up to do soybean. Yeah, we've always done soybeans or iron clay peas. You know, yeah, which yeah. is a great yeah combo. I mean, we're, it's if we we typically don't get a frost until I know shoot January, I, December. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah, for Fargo. I mean, yeah, and they're I, they're they're eaten by then. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, they're yeah. yeah. It brings them. I mean, those those soybeans and. Uh, buckwheat. I mean, that's that's immediate attention. Yes, exactly. I mean, they're just they're coming into it big time, and uh, so yeah, give it a try. Why not? Thank I, you guys so. Absolutely. All right, thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, that's uh, that's the ticket. I'm hopefully going to plant this week. We finally got uh, a little break in the rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. You, you, you've you've gotten a lot more than I have. Oh man, we've got. Just wet. Yeah, because my my lake's actually my pond's actually down. What? Yeah, yeah. Really? I, there's no water in my creeks. Oh shoot, Swanee. We went up uh, after the radio show last week. Mike and I and worked around the cabin in the woods, putting up cameras and stuff and checking cameras. Yeah, it's I, out of the banks, I, I, man. It's, it's, I couldn't believe it. All the way back up in the river swamp, you can't even yeah. get down the river road. Yeah, I I, um, I was disgusted. Well, not like, last God, week. Really? Week, week before last was. Was going up there and around Waycross. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was flooded. It was like a river in the ditches. Oh. I mean, just crazy. Oh, Waycross, crazy has got amount of hammered. water. Yeah. Oh, hammered. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, my place has been really wet. All right, now let's go talk to Ron. He's got a shrimp and a crab question. 
Oh, we got to take a break. break. Well, I yeah. got overruled. Yeah. All right. Uh, and when we come back, we've got a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week <laughs> that has nothing to do with cooking. And it's it's the great debate. Uh, that was lovely. Oh, Good Lord. Lord. Does it ever stop? <laughs> Who? Chris? Me? No, he never stopped. No, gallery, I will man. never stop. The no, but we, we uh, when uh, get your get your phones ready because we're gonna take some input because it's hunting season and we all have to have a candy bar in the pack. I, I got a suggestion that's an oldie but a goodie. And okay. by the way, and just in case somebody's actually looking for a cooking tip, mm-hmm. I have one of those. Uh, I had a good one. Okay. I got vetoed for a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear anything ever again about one of my recipes. Yeah. Uh, oh, how's your recipe? Oh, I use a candy bar. That was mine. Chris, hold on. Wait. Did you bring us one? Oh! Oh, oh no, he didn't. I knew. I was on the way here. There you go. Oops. Oh, I was yeah. on the way here, and I was halfway here, and I went, oh, my God, oh, I, for- yeah. I forgot it. Your tip sucks. I forgot. I promise I'll bring it next week. You're yeah, garbage. Yeah. You I heard that crap I did forget it. I've heard that halfway about Halfway here. I've heard that about the air fryer that I've never seen. That was supposed to have some special no, no, chicken no. in the air fryer. Hey, listen, listen, that's coming. Oh, I told you. I told day you. In hell. On October 8th. And I'll have you know, pal, I was actually on my laptop looking at air fryer recipes. Oh, all right. Oh, I'm not fooling around. Hey, what here. you did the other day with that chicken and that yeah, uh, ninja air fryer right? on one and side. It, what was on the other side? It, uh, that was cauliflower. Cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Shoot, that looked money to me, dude. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah, yeah. take that in any yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes, I promise next week I won't bring oh, great. in the candy bar. Oh, I was so hungry for uh, a candy I'm sorry. Bar. I'm sorry. Thankfully, Kirk bailed us out and brought in some fish dip and some muffins here this morning. Yeah, right here you, on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. ZZ. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines here and uh, let's bring up Abby, and then we're going to get to Ron. Abby's got a tournament to talk about. Good morning, Abby. Good morning, Abby. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I have to say that I'm a little nervous being a girl calling into this. Why? We get we get ladies we get ladies that call in all the time. Absolutely, they're our favorite. Yeah. Oh well, thank you so much. I feel very welcome. Yeah, (laughs) you should. Um. Well, I'm really excited about the fact that we are doing our first ever inshore fishing tournament. Um. I do Young Life for the Jacksonville Beaches area. Cool. And we are doing fishing this year. And our first one is happening, it's the weekend of October 7th through the 9th. Um, we have a party to kick it off um, on Thursday night at Atlantic Beach Barbecue. That's going to be a captain's party, and that's open to anyone. We're going to have live music, a fun party, a silent auction, delicious barbecue, um, so you don't have to be an angler for that one. Um, and then the fishing tournament will happen that weekend. So what, what are we, a, what are we fishing for, Abby? So it'll be the longest of three fish. So there's a couple of fun things about this tournament, um, is that it's open fishing anytime between Friday morning 
at 7 a.m. to Sunday afternoon. And so the longest of three fish, it'll be a trout, redfish, or flounder. Um, and you just have to take a picture with our ruler and submit it to our website. And so you can fish at any point over that. It doesn't have to be slot because you can throw it back. And so it's, it'll be really fun and unique in that way. Yeah, that's that's cool. Just one, one quick question because I've had other folks ask me about this. Um, tell us just a little bit about Young Life, what, what you do. Yeah, so Young Life is an outreach organization for middle and high school kids. Um, we are really about coming alongside um, churches in our community and um, being in the schools where kids already are to build positive relationships with them. Um, if you spent any time with a high schooler, you know that it's one of the hardest times in their life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and so we're really passionate about supporting them in that. And the important thing for us is that we do it no matter what their response is to us. So if they say, you know, that's not for me, we're like, that's okay. We're still going to show up and cheer you on. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just being intentional to be there. It's a great thing because I, I, both my kids d- did it, and my daughter got real involved with it when she was in high school, and I think I think it helped them both out, you know, in the long run. Yeah, I'm really excited because I'm born and raised Jack Beach. I went to Fletcher, um, and for me personally, I didn't really get plugged in, and so it would have been really fun. And I just know how important it is to be there, and I just transition to focusing just at the beaches and so it feels like my neighborhood and it's really fun personally for me to be there that's cool so if somebody's interested in fishing the tournament how, how do they get in touch with you um so the best thing to do is go to our website yep. it's jacksonvillebeaches.younglife.org and the link for the fishing tournament is right on that page our contact info is on that website everything's right there Awesome. Awesome. Thank, thank you, Abby. Thank you, Abby. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, Doug, I got to give a, a shout out here. Uh, shout out. A, a buddy of mine, Paul. Mm-hmm. Okay, Paul Farrar had a birthday yesterday. Oh. He hit the 60 mark. Oh, wow. boy. Happy birthday, Paul. Go, yeah, happy Paul. Birthday, Paul. Actually, we yeah. had two birthdays this week. Our, and he did. our good friend, Captain Steve Mullen. Steve Mullen had a birthday? Captain Steve Mullen hit the big Five oh yeah, two landmarks. Well, well, I have yeah, to we, buy him one flip flop. We, we had another yeah. one. Oh, we got three. Yeah, yeah. Who we got? Daddy, your dad. Daddy. Well, congratulations! Happy, Happy birthday. birthday was on Monday. Papa yep. favor. Really? Wow. Yep. And he's what fifty? Yeah, he's like fifty. Getting, yeah, going. Yeah. yeah, just like Jeff's forty-five. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, a happy Annie anniversary. Okay, Casey and Beth, 35 years. Wow, All right. 35 years. Mm-hmm. And you know Casey and Beth mm-hmm. because you know Beth's cooking. Yeah, we don't ever oh. see much because you end up eating it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, True. Apple pie. True. What apple pie? True. Uh, there was an apple pie? Yeah, yeah well, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, but you Beth didn't see Beth makes it. some of the best baked goods. Oh, she does. Oh, my uh, absolutely, she yeah. does. She made some uh, white macadamia nut 
cookies the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh, Man, there's my another one we never goodness. saw. Uh, yeah, we never saw that one either. Favorite we don't ever see. Uh, oh. they, didn't, they didn't make it to Saturday. Well, Mark, you know, they, they used to bring here. me all this good, baked uh, good, but them boys, I hid it from them in the Got them on Thursday, and they didn't make it to Saturday. Sorry, I put boys. it in the truck, and boy, all they can do is smell That's the bag. That's right. All right, let's go to Ron. He's got a shrimp and crab question. Morning, Ron. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, good. buddy. Uh, first of all, I'll say I'm a fan. I love the show. You guys do an awesome job. Appreciate Thank you, it. Thank you. Yes, um, I live on 103rd on the um, west side, and I was trying to figure out a good place to shrimp without a um, without a boat. I don't have a boat, but a good place where I can just throw my net off a dock. And also, um, where can I catch crabs? And is blue crabs the only crabs we have in Jacksonville that we can catch, or like? Nah, no, blue crabs. Do we have to go out of um, Jacksonville to catch? Yeah, blue crabs um, the only yeah. one that you can get, you know, around the river. Um, okay. Shrimping from shore now. Um, can you go down to Lambs and throw off that dock yeah. down there? Well, if the old uh, yeah, yeah, the old bridge there. That yeah. would be the thing to That's do. That's like the spot that I know of that everybody does it. Yeah, and I, and I will tell you the uh, the uh, public ramp right there on the south bank in downtown. Uh, there's some people that throw off of that dock. Mm-hmm. It's only a couple feet, but man, they load them up. Yeah, that's, but be that's careful a good when point. you get around those places. Yeah. Scope it out real carefully yeah. to make sure you don't throw your cast net on some yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. one of the things I think that helps in a place like that the uh, the boat ramp on the South Bank, and then also maybe the Bridge of Lions Club, uh, not the Bridge of Lions, the Lions, Lions Club, Club yeah. boat ramp over there in Arlington. I mean, yep, bait them up, bait them up a little bit. Yeah, bait them up. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Cool. And where would I catch those blue crabs at? You gotta have crab trap. Those things are. I mean, crab trap, or you can hang you know, chicken neck. Yeah, yeah, off yeah. Of you, don't, you don't have to have an actual crab trap. You've got those those like a, like it's almost like a dip net type. Yeah. You know, where you put Man. the bait in the middle of it. Yeah, yep. so I have yeah. one of those. Okay, okay. And, and I have two crab traps as well. Chicken neck. Okay. I mean, a chicken neck, right? Yeah. For bait. I mean, yeah. that's typically the best. We used to use chicken necks or what, chicken backs, and then what we would do is we'd stake off six or seven of them on long pieces of cord with like a like a one-ounce sinker tied to the chicken neck so it sunk, mm-hmm. and throw them out and stake out like an area like 20 yards long and put like six or seven of them in a line. And every once in a while, just drag them in real slow. And if yeah. the crabs are moving yeah, through yeah, there. Then you literally have a dip net. Yeah, and yeah. you have yep, a little yep, scoop yep, net. Yep. It's fun. Yeah, and the people were telling me that they get them at, um, I heard someone say they go to Guana Park. I was wondering if it's anywhere closer than Guana Park. Yeah, Guana, they do that, and that's uh, that can get uh, elbows to elbows. Yes, you could probably times. go down to Mayport, down there by the little jetties, in that area down there by the river, by the Coast Guard base. How do you get there? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's plenty of public access yeah, right Yeah, come there. down 103rd and, and come across, um, like you're coming back from the airport, and go towards, uh, what is that, the Wonderwood? And then take a left into Mayport, yep. and then go down there where the big curve is, where the little jetty park used to be, and stake out you know mm-hmm. twenty yards down there by the Coast Guard base. Yeah, that's a good spot. Okay, thank you guys. Thank All right, you. buddy. You're welcome, Ron. Hey, by the way, good luck. Uh, Let's know how you do. Yes, sir. I think Ron. What What do you say? Yeah, Chris? quick quick note. We had we had somebody call in uh, from Green Cove said that uh, Shans Bridge got tore down, so you can't trip there. What? That's what they the said. Old Shans Bridge. The old Shans yeah, Bridge did? Okay. Oh, man. Yep. Well, that was like a mainstay. Yeah, that was good. I'm glad so, somebody called and let us know. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. There you go. No right. kidding. I wonder why they tore it down. Because right, they're getting ready to build all that. Because uh, it was you, old. You haven't yeah. been over there lately? Oh, my. They're, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. It's been a while big, since I big, got through there. Big doings uh, happening yeah, over there. Yeah, that's getting ready to uh, be a new uh, 
like yeah, new Megatropolis, bridge, yeah. new thoroughfare, yes. the whole nine yards. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go right through. I mean, oh my gosh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. Uh huh. But they need it. With, yeah. with with the growth going with in the growth going, going on south. The, oh my gosh, yeah. Crazy. All right, well, let's take a break, and uh, while we're on the way to break, uh, Willie Alexander. By the way, Willie fixed my fishing rods, mm-hmm. yep. which he does an awesome job. And, uh, folks, if you have a fishing reel or a fishing rod that needs to be fixed, all you got to do is call 904-708-FISH, mm-hmm. okay? And, Kevin, F-I-S-H is what? 3474. Okay, uh, Rain Man, 3474. Yep. 708-3474. Correct. And Willie can fix rods, reels. I had two rods that had guides that were broken missing and yeah. uh ready to rock and roll and yeah, one of them, all my stuff one of my t islands and my boot my boo rod the other one is one boo made oh really the, boo yeah, made that i had you? one of the eyelets uh oh, break on cool. that so i got them back and that's my favorite yeah. sheep's head rod now so i'm back in action there so i'm, I'm fired up Apple so uh, uh, happy anniversary yeah, willie right around the corner, and suzette <laughs> it is i gotta get ready yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to get ready for it. And uh, when we come back, we will do the Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the oh week. Boy. So if you've got a um, trailer sitting around, you know, let's say that you, you, you've got your boat in dry storage somewhere. Yeah. You need something to do with your trailer. Stack them storage. They'll come get it, do a five-point inspection, and then whenever you need it back, they'll, they'll bring it back to you. Here's the deal. First buck, Jeff? Yeah. Is a buck. A buck. A buck. A buck. One dollar. Yep. No, no, no long-term uh, Uno dinero. Yep. Just, just one, one dollar. Stackumstorage.com. Probably get a free zero bar out of that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Time now for the Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to learn more. Captain Kirk originally wanted to do a, a receipt lobster that. mac and cheese <laughs> receipt for that recipe right that wasn't his own. And so we, uh, or should I say I, uh, overruled yeah. that recipe for the week. Yeah, it was a good one. Too. You, you you went straight to the favorite recipe, didn't you? I did. <laughs> right, right. Oh, right. Do you Kevin see the did. precedent the you Kevin set? Favor mm. recipe. Well, God just, bless uh, it, man. Yeah, yeah. Here's the reality: hunting season is upon us. It is. It has arrived. What it better is. thing to do than open a bag of white bread? There is. Uh, <laughs> I think. I mean, for me. <laughs> Packs Would you like a toast? Pack of plane? crackers. There's always a must. Okay, oh for and you've got one right there yep. in front of you right. for your hunting pack. Yes, I have to have a candy bar. I got to have something oh, sweet yeah. in my hunting pack. Oh yeah. Okay, one of the things that I love to have mm-hmm. in my pack is you remember the old Lance peanut bars? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You yeah, know that yeah, was of, like of a course, crunchy. Yeah. They don't make them anymore. Yeah, they oh. do. No, they don't. I buy them all the time. Where are you buying them at? Publix. Okay, buy one for me. Peanut bar. Buy one for me. Peanut bar. I'll get you one. Now he's one. mooching one, one of those. Okay, I can't wait to see it because I can't find I, it. I can't wait to see a zero bar. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> so now we have okay a debate. Yes, that was all, Chris. That was yeah. all Chris. I, I, Chris when, when I was a kid growing up, we used to go to in Sterling Park. We used to go to the Sterling Park Golf Swim and Tennis Club in the summertime, and it had pools. You know, mm-hmm. that was where you swam. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the pee and things that got sure. put in that pool from all the yeah. other kids. Oh, that's a lovely thought. You know, Here's the community pool. Tip. They had. Uh, um, you just closed your eyes. Mom oh. would give you the uh, 
couple dollars and that couple dollars uh-huh. you'd, you'd have a couple quarters maybe for pinball yeah and then you would get a cheeseburger pinball. and a drink and you had enough money to get a cheeseburger a drink play a couple games uh-huh. of pinball and to get a frozen zero bar yeah Oh yeah. Did you ever? Do you ever eat a frozen zero bar? No. Do you, I, do you even had, know what a zero I, bar is? Does that have like the I, white? I've never. On I've, never done, I, I've, I've never had a zero bar. What? I've never eaten a yeah. zero yeah, bar. Yeah, I've had it. Are you serious? You no. guys have never yeah. had a zero so, bar. I mean, yeah. growing yeah. up as a, as a kid, I mean, I think my favorite was a crunch bar. Uh huh. Nestle Crunch. Nestle yep. Crunch. Yep. I mean, yep. that was that yeah, was awesome. It's peanuts, almonds, and caramel with white white fudge. Correct. Yeah. Did you see what year it started in? Uh, I think it was like 1955. 1920. Wow. Wow. Mm. This candy bar has been around for over 100 years. I will tell you, the only place I I can't believe you guys haven't had a Frozen Zero Bar. You guys watch Hee Haw, for God's sake. The only place you can get, I've seen a Zero Bar, is Cracker Barrel. Mm -hmm. If you want an assortment of of the the old school candy candy bars, go to to Cracker Barrel. Yeah, it's in the the section that's uh, designated as candy bars that they used to sell, but now nobody cares about. That's right. Nobody eats anymore. Yeah, Yeah, you get a free bag of moths (laughs) with a candy bar. (laughs) Look at this one right here. It's still got an inch of dust on it. I can't believe you guys haven't had a Frozen Zero Bar. I mean, I don't don't know why people and, and because everybody that I've talked to that has had a frozen or a zero bar, they've all had them frozen. That's how they ate them. And I wonder okay, if it so was just the name. You can't throw that in your fanny pack or yeah, your, you can. Your, your, your man thingy. Your man purse? Yes, you yeah, can. Well, no, if it's frozen. Why? Because it won't fall when you, when you eat a frozen candy bar, you want to take it out of the freezer and eat it frozen. Correct. So why the hell would you throw it in the freezer, throw it in your backpack, and it thaws? Well, and then you, why don't you just throw it in there anyway? It's good for late deer season when it's not warm. <laughs> <laughs> it can still be frozen. But I'm, I'm just saying is that, folks, if you've never had a frozen zero bar, I think it's one of the best and folks, candy bars you, that there is right up there with a Reese's Cup. If you look at this picture on our Facebook page, the Eggo waffles are optional. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, Those also you, go into merch. By the way, when you sent that picture, I was going, cool. That is definitely up my Man, alley. Man, he's the that. You like the Eggos? Let go of my Eggos. You do? You like the Eggos? Oh, are you kidding me? If I had a dollar for every single one of those things I ate as a kid, I'd... Oh, I'd yeah. be retired, bro. Oh, man. Now, see, I didn't eat a ton of them, but I ate a, oh. I ate a oh. pile of uh, Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Pop-Tarts, now we know what's going in that backpack. And the Merce, I got yeah. my Zero Bar. I can't eat Eggos. a Pop-Tart now, though. I can't either. It's too, too sugar, sweet. Too much yeah. sugar. I, that's, yeah, that's gross. Back in the day, though, I'd eat yeah. the fire. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But a Zero Bar, I'll eat, I'll eat mm-hmm. a Zero Bar. Me and Taylor, because Taylor's 12, and she's never had a – a frozen zero bar, so she got introduced to it. She liked you, really liked it. Mm-hmm. I think it's frozen. The zero bar is one of the best. And then candy you got the frozen popsicles in yeah. there. Oh also. yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. Now yeah. that's just a great looking freezer. That is, man. Yeah, just <laughs> all kinds of stuff <laughs> in there. We got zero bars. We got waffles. We got hey, all kinds waffles. of goodies yeah. oh, in got, there. Okay, we now listen. Are, are you ready for a, a real tip? Yeah. Because I, I, yeah. this just popped up, and I, no joke, just popped up on my feed. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. This is a baking tip. You ready? Yeah. If you need to soften butter quickly, you know how you pull it out of the fridge and it's like a, a yep. brick, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and you don't want to melt it by throwing it in the microwave. Here's the deal. Okay. You take it out, stand it on its end. Okay, so it's going up. Okay. All right. And then you take a glass and fill it with boiling water. Okay. Heat the glass up, then dump the water out, flip the glass over, 
Okay. On top of the stick of butter. That's genius. And huh? then in a few minutes, it's perfectly soft to spread or whatever you want to use it for. Well, right? No, I like that. That's legit. Yeah, that's, that's legit. legit. You've been watching a lot of diners, that's drive-ins, cool. and dives or something. Because there's nothing worse than trying to put hard butter yeah. on a piece of toast. Because you got you got to do a real light scrape yes. with a knife and get shavings. You got to get butter shavings. Yes. Butter shavings suck. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah. So there you go. Just in case the zero bar wasn't up your alley, folks. <laughs> now see, thought I'd bring that, the heat. Underneath those egos that says... Something added hormones, and I see libido <laughs> on there. What are you talking what is about? I mean, if you turn that ego <laughs> box upside down, what? there's a bag underneath there. you got to flip that picture upside down. What are you talking about? Uh, there's a lot in that but going, I love there's a the lot fact- going on in that picture right there. With no the it does say hormones. <laughs> what? What is, what is that you got underneath the egg? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, he's right. He's absolutely there's right. There's a lot going on in that picture yeah. right there. That's for yeah. sure. There's no, a- no added hormones. Oh, there's, <laughs> some, there's some wild <laughs> things in the freezers in Ponte Vedra. Yeah. This is all going yeah. in my- I'm going to the deer stand. I'm going to be fully prepared. <laughs> I got my popsicle, my zero bar, my egos, and I got no added hormones or whatever the hell that is. Oh, Just spread that on a piece of white toast. Uh, no hormones added. We try to eat good in that at our house. All right? You Jeez. see him get puckered up, and we like, oh, crap. Oh, I was double-checking that <laughs> picture Jeff, and made sure. Jeff turning his phone upside down. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> Yeah. The chances of you guys getting a zero down. bar an hour are it's shrinking yeah, down. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's zero chance. It's zero chance. <laughs> zero chance of getting crap for a while. <laughs> Slappies. Getting a zero bar. I got your zero bar right here. Well, it's good we're getting it with no added hormones. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting the baby roofs with the with the end of the package ripped uh, open. I guarantee you the next time he takes a picture of this freezer, he'll be a little more careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I was safe. I was a quick whip that out. Taking take a close up shot and it's done. I was taking a close up to not have anybody looking at all the other things in our freezer. <laughs> I just don't know how you didn't sit there and think, boy, I'm in real trouble when you figured you were taking a picture of a zero bar <laughs> in a freezer. Uh, zero bars oh, are good. Have you ever had a frozen zero bar, Chris? No. Oh, man. What? And I'm and I'm not now. Candy bars are kind of off the docket for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah diabetics. You don't guys do are well candy with... bar guys. You guys like candy bars? No, I'm not. I'm not a sweets guy. Kirk, I don't eat a lot of candy bars. I I, I, I will tell you though, after dinner, yeah, I want something small. Yeah, and, and I usually have one Reese's cup or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Yeah, Reese's yeah. Cup though. If you had like, if you're like ranking your candy, Reese's Cup at the it's top. One. I mean, Gotta it's, be it's the right one. there. It's yeah. number one. Tapioca. I mean, yeah, I mean it's... we have tapioca. Tapioca pudding. Yep. Okay. I mean, did yep. you when we, when you ate candy bars? What did you like? <laughs> I liked the Fifth Avenue. <laughs> Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue bar. Chris, if you almonds. when you ate candy bars, uh-huh. what did you like? Yeah. Oh gosh, I I would, I'm a big sweet hog for sure. So, uh, Reese's were. Probably the biggest in all the variants the of the Reese's. Yeah, yeah Reese's are. The, yeah, I know. I mean, it's, yeah, you yeah. can't beat a Reese's. No. Oh, when I mean, they came out with the chunky Reese's, like the what yep. was it called? The mm-hmm. extra thick. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Give me a Reese's yeah. bunny yeah. rabbit at Easter. Give yeah. me a yeah. Reese's. <laughs> I, like the Christmas tree at right. Christmas time. Uh, yeah. Reese's everything. Yeah, yep. yeah like peanut the, butter. Yeah. Yeah, Even the Reese's bar with like the it's got like pretzels and stuff in it. 
It's like a oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. You can't, Come you can't on mess now. it up. The Reese's fast break, I think they called it. If you want to if you want to go old school, get a zero bar. It's been around for a hundred and two years. Yeah, while you're watching Hee Haw. That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a break. Oh! We come back. We'll do an updated weather and updated tides right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And, you know, I was uh, driving up to Georgia the other day, uh, the week before last, and need to get some fuel. Okay. Uh, Since inflation is coming down, according (laughs) to Washington. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, My electric bill. Pulled into Circle K because they always have the best prices on fuel. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had to sneak in there and get me a little snack. Zero bar. You know? No, I didn't get a zero bar. They didn't. I didn't even look for a zero bar. I went right in there to the chips. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that that white cheddar popcorn, man, I just can't, oh, my I can't stop is eating so good. it. The smart yeah. one? Yeah. yeah, the smart food. Yeah, yeah Kate buys it God. by the bagfuls. Oh, my God. I, I, I started eating it. I thought you I said you stop. guys were eating healthy. That's one thing that she likes, <laughs> that popcorn, man. Not on that. Popcorn, man. Anyway, Circle K, always uh, the best prices on fuel, and also they have great selection in, inside the store of all things <laughs> that you need. Do. And things that you don't need. And it's clean. And it's clean, yes. exactly. Love all right, clean. Uh, let's do an updated weather and updated tides. Updated weather brought to you by the finest barbecue in Jacksonville, and that's the Bearded Pig. Oh, yeah. Two locations. We've got one in San Marco, the other one at the beach. And and I can tell you that if you've never had their burnt ends or their uh, Frito pie, oh my goodness. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Uh, weather for today. And uh, I want to do a weather forecast for tomorrow just for game time. I'm going to look at the hourly forecast. And Kirk, pull up the weather forecast while I'm looking at the hourly okay. real quick, please. And the hourly forecast looking at tomorrow. There is a 50% chance of rain pretty much from 1 p.m. all the way through until 7 p.m. Okay, and, and keep in mind, these storms are going east to west, not west to east. Correct. So right. it, they're, they're going to be quick. Yes. It's not, it's not something that's going to sit on us for the entire and I, game. And, that, and that's why I went there, yeah. because I wanted right. you and Kirk to explain it, because like just like a northeaster. Right. There's always a 50% chance exactly. of rain, but right. it's nothing that's going to be lasting. No. Yeah, th- yeah, it's 50% that a drop is going to fall. Right. Yeah. It's so, not necessarily that it's going to be raining the entire so, hour. So, yeah, you can bring a trash bag or a rain jacket, but, I mean, don't expect to get it water. You know, you, like, don't say, oh, my God, we can't go to the game because it's no. going to be raining. No, yeah, no. it's not going to no. waterlog it's your not, zero no, bar. it's not going to last. one of those little pocket ponchos. Yeah, yeah, you or know? frog yeah. togs or whatever they're mm-hmm. called. Yeah, just and know? pack it in your Merce and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You can't you bring a Merce have, in the game. It's got to be a clear Merce. Got to have a clear Merce. Got to be clear. Yeah, can't take a, a backpack into the football <laughs> game, folks. Yeah. Keep That's your, your uh, <laughs> game day forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pick. Yeah, today, you know, rest of the day, we got northeast winds 10 to 15, seas 3 to 4 feet. Tonight, again, 10 to 15, 3 to 4. Sunday, east winds 10 to 15. So they just changed that. Mm-hmm. So east winds on Sunday night. 10 to 15, seas 3 to 4. And they're talking about a dominant period of 7 seconds, so the swell's starting to pick up there. Then Monday, northeast, 10 to 15, 3 to 4. And then Tuesday, north 
Northeast winds 10 knots, and then it settles down Tuesday night, 5 to 10. Wednesday, 5 to 10. I'm telling you, if it gets nice. Right. You, you, you got to watch the tropics, though. Yeah. This, this whole scenario if, if into next week can change. With a tropical depression. That's well, and they're storm. talking about it's wind. It'll be a hurricane. Yeah, hurricane. It, it's going to be a hurricane. By well, yep. it'll, I, think by, I think by probably Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, it'll be a cat one. Yeah. But yeah, they're e- talking exactly. about wind shear pushing this thing back yeah. out in the ocean, so it's going to be no threat to right. the continental right, U.S. Right, but it's, it's going uh, to change our swells, <laughs> though. Oh, yeah. it will. Yeah. Did you guys see the name of the storm? Uh, Fiona? Fiona. 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 Name, Fiona. What, what movie character was named Fiona? Oh, yeah, that came out of, uh, uh, what is it? Um, Shrek. 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 I want to say Schmeck. 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 Shrek. Shrek. Schmeck. 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 I couldn't remember. Schmeck. That's so bad. Schmeck. Pick me. Pick me, Schmeck. Pick me. <laughs> All right, let's do a Tides Report. Brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville, the best French fries. Oregon, they give away a free zero bar with every sandwich. I would be pretty cool. That would be way cool. That would be cool. By the way, I went in there the other day. You know what they had? And seriously, folks, if if you've got a need for lampshade, they had a whole pile of lampshade for a dollar. Angie Subs. Really? (laughs) Lampshades. Yeah. So you just wear them around in the restaurant while you're eating? He's so weird. They had, a a while back, they had uh, New York Yankee plates, and now they got lampshades for a dollar. That's so Ed. Yeah, that's so Ed. So if you've got a need for a lampshade, okay, or you want to update, get some new modern lampshades. And if it's it's your birthday, (laughs) free sub. You get a free sub if it's your birthday. Mm -hmm. Whose birthday? uh, Paul had missed out yesterday. Anybody's birthday today? Yes, Steve. Mullen should have gone by there and got him a free sub. uh, But he probably missed out, didn't he? Yeah, doggone it. All right, Tidesport brought to you by Angie Subs today at 2.47 p.m. at Mayport. That's a high tide. That's going to be a 4.88 at uh, 9.11 p.m. tonight. It's going to be a low tide. That's a 1.53 only. Tomorrow morning at 9.06 a.m. is your low tide. That's a 1.32. And then at 3.46 p.m. tomorrow afternoon, it's a 4.8 high tide. And if you're out on the water fishing, then uh, tune in to the Jaguars broadcast. Via radio, yeah, it, it's um, you, you you've got that that low tide early in the morning, which is which is a great time if you want to get out. I mean, way before the game, yeah, you, you know, get out at seven o'clock, yeah. catch that low tide, and and and, and be done by nine thirty or ten o'clock. Absolutely, you know? I mean, it's, it's and 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 obviously the the wind's a lot less at that time of the morning too, Jeff. You know, you don't have it once it once it picks up. Uh, I mean, you know, like on Thursday. There were some thirty knot gusts. Oh yeah, you know, when those when those storms come off that ocean. Oh, I was blowing, it, man. I was a full blown nor'easter. All right, yeah, so sure. my question mm-hmm. with we, what we had was one heck of a nor'easter, which yep. you guys were talking about from the old days. I was an old day nor'easter. Mm-hmm. We just are yep. went through right. Oh, yeah. What will happen to the mullet migration now? Is it oh. will it be over? No, no. No, it's going. It's, it's, it's going to come into high gear now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're only halfway, halfway, halfway through. Yeah, we're okay. only halfway through. So when know. the weather breaks, it's would be a great opportunity to take advantage 100%. of it while it's lasting. Absolutely, could last another couple weeks. Couple weeks. Well, I, I mean, you know, it, it's it, 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 we've seen it last of Halloween. You know? That long? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's but but I will say this: it's been epic so far, and yeah. the numbers. So. You know, does that make a difference? I don't know because, like, what we saw on Thursday in St. Augustine, which was dead. nothing, yeah, you know, dead, dead. 
um, we're we're looking for another push, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. So, and, and I think that's going to happen, especially if it calms down, you know. Well, here's here's hoping for maybe a west wind day here or there with calm seas. I don't think you're going to have another kayak day. No, no, I don't. I, I don't I, either. I, I don't. You I, might yeah. you might get a small one in, but not like what you've seen. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. I don't need a, September's. Just, just give me a couple of little windows. Yeah, September's tough, man. I know. You know, um, you, you you really truthfully have a better chance in October than you do in September. Okay. You know. Yeah, um, but will they be there in October? I, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and if you if you look at this forecast, it, it, there's, there's still a lot of east northeast winds, and then you've got that tropical storm, hurricane way off. Fiona. Fiona, Fiona, yeah, it's um, it's just, I, I don't know how much more beach fishing we're going to get in. I don't, yeah. I don't know, yeah. You know? and, wow. and, and and by the way, just it, it, it I, you know, ever, I know you Kirk's ever, inlet is different than ours, but man, it ours is ugly. I mean, do do you know anybody that has caught tarpon with their toes in the sand, like landed them? You know, I want to say that it was one kid that posted a picture. Yeah, there's, there's. I there's, mean, there's got to be somebody down in Bolano. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, yeah, it'd be cool one, to try Bolano. to do that. I've, I've, Crescent Beach. I have absolutely hooked them. Yeah, uh, I mean, we used to, you know, target them, um, and it was it was a blast. But dude, mm-hmm. I mean, when they a hundred pounder. Yeah, he gets on. Yeah, when and he gets you're on, on shore. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really. You got to have some to pretty stout gear. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You know, obviously the small ones, the so 50, 60 pounds, yeah, you can do all that. Got a chance. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yep, yep. But, but anything anything big that goes due east, yeah. you know, even 300 yards of, of power pro, you're going to take it. You're going to take it? Yeah. I've heard a couple yeah. jump in people's boat. Chris Hallman had one jump in his boat this week. And then Chip, That's the one thing Wingo's I was kind of worried about yeah. the other day, boat. by the way. I was kind of worried about oh. a spinner or a yeah. tarpon That's jumping and landing on me yeah. in the kayak. I was yeah. kind of concerned about that. I'd be way that. more concerned about the spinners. Yeah. Then then a tarp. I hear yeah. you. Yep. Logs as usual. The Nimnik Outdoors show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Duck Duck Has Duck some Rooter. great sponsors. Yeah, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, of course the Nimnik family dealership, the Bearded Pig, Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store, Circle K, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Big Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales L V Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Atlantic Coast Marine, CH Marine Construction, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co Builders, Inc. Whalen Bay, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, Steenhatchie River Club, Moe's, Southwest Grill in St. Augustine, and of course, the Nimnick family of dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway, Chevrolet on Cassett, and Duck Duck Rooter. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think for safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. I'll have my problems aside. Cause I'm hooked.